and welcome to episode 328 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, the place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. I'm Vince Hunt, creator of Murder Road, and joining me as always is the creator of the webcomic Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. And someone who also spends a lot of time watching comics on eBay, it's Tony Esmond. Yes, I do. Almost as much as I spend watching pornography. Wow. Well, blimey. That is... That's I mean, how do you get anything else time. done? It's a busy life. It is indeed. Um, why have we mentioned this so soon? Because for the first 10 minutes of this show, Dan Butcher... Dan's going, on tenterhooks. He's he's uh, currently watching... He's bidding on something. There's a, eBay what? sniping. eBay. Tell us what it is, Dan. Come on, because yeah. this is... Uh, Marvel, Marvel Epic Collection, Captain, Captain America Justice is served, and it's got the uh, Mike Zett cover, you know, with Wolverine slashing at Cap, and he's holding uh, the shield up. It's, like, it's not nice. the one with... Who's the geezer who kills all the people in the bar? Kills all the villains. It's not Scourge. that one, it? um, Scourge. Scourge, 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 scourge. 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 Yeah. All it... three of us said it differently then. That's yeah, good. but that worked all right. I think we didn't yeah. sound stupid. That's yeah. fine. No, no, no. The, uh, yeah, <laughs> but um, <laughs> yes, yeah. we won't say. Obviously, you don't have to say how much um, the bid is or, or what what it is. But um, are you currently in the lead? Dan? No, I'm, not, I'm leaving a bid is a amateur move. What? You, you wait till like the last 30 seconds, then you put You're in your that person. Oh, you? you, you're yeah. a bastard. You're horrible, yeah. you are. You, people like you have ruined Tony's life. <laughs> Look, I, I don't make the game, I just play it. And you play it well. I tell you, it ruins my life. Al Henderson, he keeps messaging me. Have you seen this on eBay? And I'm like, if I see something that's a comic that I don't own right. or that I don't own online, I have to immediately then buy it. It's almost like otherwise I'd regret my life, you know. I'm sure, it's not like an alt account from Al, and like he's flocking stuff. Might be. He's, hey, yeah, he's got, he's got a load of he's got a load of old Badger pages he's trying to sell. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I might put a bid in in a minute. It's oh shit, they get on that. Oh dear, yes, we have no guests this week. It's just us three and a whole bunch of awesome comics talk. We've got a few uh, fun little topics to talk about. Some of them thought-provoking. Others going to be a little bit fun. Arousing. Um, doing a little bit of a fantasy football type stuff, isn't it? Yeah, mm. a bit of fun, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so stay tuned for the next hour and a half or so um, because it's, it's definitely going to go off on all different kind of tangents, as it always does with this show, isn't it? Yeah, we're going to fist off. Yeah. <clears throat> well, there you go. The only thing that actually um, stays consistent about this show is the quality of our sponsorship ad. <laughs> High quality involved. High yeah. quality sponsorship in turn <laughs> when it comes to the lovely comic what house. What are you talking about? Don't, you, you've ruined it already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, comic like house? I, like I say, it's consistent on this show. Comic house are our sponsor and they are a lovely indie comic marketplace with a difference. You added lovely to the script then, didn't you? I'll add lovely to everything. <laughs> that sounds, well, as soon as the words came out of my mouth, it just sounded it a little bit weird. Um, <laughs> however, Comic House are great. They love indie comics as much as we do. If you go to comichouse.com, there's a huge selection of titles on their database um, from indie creators from all over the world. And if you yourself, if you self-publish, you can list your book on there and start selling straight away. They have a great digital app 
um, and loads of featured sections on their site, etc. Et Basically, the app is like Netflix for comics. Only £3 a month and you get access to an enormous library of digital indie comics of all genres, types, ages. It's brilliant. There's an all-ages there's a, um, all ages section for kids. If, uh, For instance, if you want to read like the, the serious, gritty or filthy comics but don't want your kids to read them and comic house has a all ages section and it's a library that's been added to all the time what's on there at the moment dan we've got the misadventures of adam west volume two issue five he's a lot of misadventures isn't he yeah there's a lot of misadventures Hmm. uh we've got uh pumpernickel uh from the creator apollo girl and alone not lonely which is that luke yeah it's luke and we've got uh watching by winston roundtree uh, extra, extra that cover. You like the cover, of that, didn't you? I do like the cover. Uh, mm. I, I don't know why it's got a, a nice, pleasing aesthetic quality. To Is that it. the robot? I think it's a mask. It's a chat oh, room. Right. Like a, oh, okay. Hopefully, it's like a callback to the that old ITV series about the the couple with bird watching. Anyone remember <laughs> that old man <laughs> reference there? We've got extra, extra shitty stories. Five bucks. Uh, Let's go to the next screen. We've got Misadventures of Adam West once again. Caspian Porter, Volume 1, Issue 1. Jason and the Argonauts, Kingdom of Hades, Issue That's 4. That's with the Mike Grell cover. Uh-oh. Oh, no. What's oh, no. happened? It's going down. What's, What's happening, happened? Dan? It's a one-minute warning. Oh, one-minute warning. Yeah. <laughs> get on it. Right, come on. So there's all, there's all of the... Get on it. Four-minute warning, sorry. Four-minute oh, four okay. warning? What's That's your... a bit rubbish. Who has a four-minute warning? Yeah. What's, what's wrong with you? Do you have a four-minute warning? And then no, like I set a... a timer saying, oh, it finishes like an hour and a half. So I said, I'll put a timer on for an hour and a half. And uh, that's when it's gone off, just to oh. remind me to look at eBay. Sure. What, in, what, in four minutes? Sure. Are you, are you, <laughs> not the best, that not the like best one operation here, I've got to say. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, surely in those four minutes, you'd be, you'd be like staring at the screen and then think, oh, actually, I've, I forgot to put the kettle on or something like that. And then you'll be distracted at the wrong time. Surely a one-minute warning is the best time, isn't it? Yeah, better, isn't it? Mind right. you, can you get... What if you have to? Oh, you can do it on your phone, can't you? I suppose. Yes. Yeah, you don't have to turn a computer on, do you? No. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, are we gonna? Are, we, are you gonna warn us when you're doing it? Because we need to know. We need to be updated yeah. around yeah. this significant yeah. part of your life. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell God you. God forbid that we shouldn't put everything in our lives on social media or podcasts. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but what we do do is put a sponsorship ad, so you can find yeah. out about all those all those great digital indie comics um, that are being added oh, to all the time. You can find out more about the 14 day free trial. Dive headfirst into the world of small press and independent comics that we talk about every week. And uh, yeah, go check out comichouse.com. Mm. Well you got through that really nicely. Do it. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. I'll tell you what, it's almost like I don't want to talk about anything else apart from Dan's. This is tense, isn't it? This is exciting. It is tense. It yeah. is. Two, minute, two minutes, 36 seconds. Two minutes, I'm almost as tense as I was watching the, uh, the Tyson Fury fight, hoping he was all right last night. He, he's, he's talking about sports so they, I'm, I'm out there was clobbering each other weren't they it was like yeah he won old Tyson Fury good old yeah. go Britain they were like he's like 6 <laughs> is he 6-7 no the other he's guy massive, was 6-7 the, the fucking reach the reach Tyson on those Fury two bigger than him. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you gotta love Tyson Sorry. Fury yeah, yeah. I mean, God oh, damn it. We, if you, you, you can find it on eBay. There's a clip of him like doing a lounge singer song on Jonathan Ross and everyone's do, pretending it's good do you do it on YouTube <laughs> What did I say? eBay. <laughs> oh yeah, I meant YouTube. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, you can't tell we're trying to fill time. I'm too. Uh, I'm too obsessed with Dan's eBay. I presume that's his uh, like a kind of uh, ring name. You don't come out there and say, "I'll oh, call our kid Tyson Fury." Well, to know, you know. Why not? Is, have you have you been Why to not? any of the sort of you know council estates in Stevenage? I, I suspect there's probably quite a few Tysons. 
Yeah. Uh, if you kind of grew up with that name, you grew up the hardest bastard ever, or you'd just get absolutely destroyed. Yeah, yeah. And if you're <laughs> six eleven, I don't think you get destroyed too often. <laughs> How's it going? Come on, what's the timer say now? Come on. One minute, uh, eighteen seconds. So, oh. what point are you going to leave a, a bid? When are you going to leave a bid? Uh, in about th- thirty seconds to go. Right. Okay. We don't want to put you off, so I don't want to put no, you off. So, no, no, what, no. Is, what bid? What is it? How much is it up for, and what you're going to leave? It's uh, it's current bid's twenty one pounds. That's a lot. Uh, that's a lot. Yeah, it's quite. Well, it's thirty two quid in the shop, saying it. That book it was about thirty quid, isn't it? I don't. I don't know. I think those epic collections are expensive, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. All Dan's da- gone quiet. Oh, Dan's gone quiet. He's 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 in the zone. Oh. What happens now? My, folks? my tum my my tummy's turning over. I've got. When, once once the predator has found its prey and is poised to strike, <laughs> locked on. they have yeah. to focus. They have to regulate their breathing. You know, yeah. they have to keep control of the finger that has to click the button. Yeah. Um, Sorry, that was as, as high finger. drama. High drama. Oh, no. What happened, Dan? Are we? Uh, are we, we? We've been. <laughs> oh God, it's all happening. Uh, <laughs> my wife came in, and we've been having these beetles like in the kitchen. We couldn't work out where they're fucking coming from, and. Uh, they were in uh, some of this protein powder that I bought. Oh, no. Oh, God. Well, I suppose Never... it's protein, isn't it? Are you going to turn into a part beetle? Seven have seconds. Have you been injecting five, it? Seven. Four, leave it, leave three, it, do it, do it. Two. Have you, have you, have you bid? No! I got done. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm how's not... The, how's the bid going, though? Yeah. Got out, <laughs> out-sniped. I'm. I'm not. I'm oh. not gonna. I'm not gonna blame your wife for coming in to distract you at that. Yeah, because you were scared. You know that for a fact. Yeah, yeah. She could kill all of us with one the blow, and then about to pull the trick, and my wife shakes me in the shoulder. Says, "You remember to put the bins out?" Yeah, fucking all right. Sonia, uh, <laughs> you know how many comics you're buying. She's probably got a keystroke reader on your your account. Everything you do, she knows. <laughs> Just beats out of me. Oh. Think of the points you now know as you watch. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. I uh, put in a maximum bid of £25 and they done me on 26 That's so. silly because it's like 28 on e on, on Amazon yeah. or something. And then you got to pay bloody uh, postage on top. So well, it's, it's gone crazy. Well, people are going after the old comics because they've got the goods, as it were. They're yeah. Solid stories. Yeah, okay. But enough of this tomfoolery. <laughs> yes. Let's... Another day, another time. <laughs> We we have a question, a fun um, sort it's of. It's not how hard you punch; it's how how do you get punched and get back up again, or whatever that fucking phrase is. That applies. I mean, to that, eBay, that was it? really motivational, Tony, until you totally did it apart by going whatever that fucking phrase is. <laughs> <laughs> is that my voice to you? Is it? Is that yeah. a, a, you hear yeah. me in your head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Usually, well, that's how everyone else hears you, Tony. No, uh, um, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, um, but we we've got a bit of fun um, in a bit, but we've also got a couple of um, things that have come up this week in terms of like when we um, the usual thing on the ACP WhatsApp. There's comic discussions left, right, and centre. And as we're speaking now, we are now into October, or it's not called October, is it? When it comes to um, no, they've people. renamed the month now, haven't they? Comics people. Yeah, it is of course Inktober. Inktober's. Yes. Um, something that I will hold my hand up and say I wouldn't be able to do it. I'd fair play to anyone that that does it and see, you know it's it's another great. Have moment. you not started it or done it before? I've I've got a feeling you've done, you've I tried it, starting it, I but I tried starting it once before, but I, I was doing it 
sort of um, privately rather than announcing it on Twitter. I wanted to see if I could sort of keep up with it, and I, I couldn't. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, we should podcast every day for October one year. Shut That'd your be face. Good. That is good. <laughs> <laughs> Podtober. No, it'd Pod-tober. be Podtember. I think in September, yeah. Podtember. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, you said that so it's the furthest away. Yeah. Do it in December. Yeah, the show will finish before then. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> um, but no, obviously, um, this is the month where lots of people are. It's, there's so many different lists of drawing prompts, isn't it? People create their mm. own. People. I mean, there's one. Dare I say, Inktober has an official list, does it? I don't know. I'm so out of the loop. Though. There is. I, don't I mean, know. there. Uh... It was a bit of controversy the year before, last year or year before, and the chap who started up uh, Inktober was accused of plagiarism by like another kind of big illustrator. And I've oh. I've watched the breakdown video of the the chap making the claims, and there might be some merit there. Right, could okay. well be. Uh, I, I couldn't say. Would like to throw my hat into the ring either way, but it's kind of marred it, and a lot of people kind of still uh, annoyed with the fact that like he copyrighted it and lawyers went out after people and then he said oh, i didn't want this to happen and those okay. lawyer things were pulled back but a lot of people would just do the different prompts now don't they there's, yeah. there's loads because yeah, as a movement is the general idea is you have for those who don't know about it um you basically over the month for every day of october you have a different word or prompt um and then you just draw something based on that don't you like people are creating lists all the time and it could be they're random words uh, a lot of them aren't they like one of them will oh, be they. tree one day, and the day after that will be toilet. <laughs> There's a lot of good ones out there. I like yeah. Dan Harris's. That one always makes. Dan a Harris's is, is is a funny one. That There's is, a nice yeah, little October thread on the Slack as well, which is yeah. full of like five or six. You know, one more, more actually, about ten every day on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's really good, good. Pretty good. Yeah, and I think that because Dan Harris is is a good example and a nice segue for this conversation actually. Um, I believe he did one last year, and did, was it on the Patreon or did he kickstart a small book afterwards? That rings a bell. I think uh, he, I've definitely got that book. I think he might do both. Yeah, I think called um, Inky something was it or yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Inky yeah. Adventures. Yeah. So once once it was all done, eventually he um he put it together as a book, kickstarted the printing and stuff, and got it out there. And yeah, I mean, I remember you you love it, don't you, Dan? It's it's a, it's a great book that one. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, um, it's really and, good. and he's doing it again this year, and then with lots of like one off strips. Yes, it is because it's the same character, isn't it? Yeah, he does uh, this okay. like, simplified sort of character, and um and they do make me laugh on the because he posts them on on Instagram. That's where I've been seeing them as well. Yeah. Um. So obviously, and a lot of artists, this is more and more people do this now. Um, they will um, do these things from the prompts, um, put together a book, and then kickstart it or get it printed. And it's just another, it can be another sort of like string to your bow. Can't it? It's another, for a month, you could have an entire product by the end of it. Um, I mean, I think it's a great, it's a great creative process. But there was one, there was one particular project that we saw um, that's being kickstarted at the moment, and it's been fully funded, and it's for an Inktober book that hasn't been finished yet. Yeah, and is it describing itself as a graphic novel? I can't remember now. I can't. Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember. Um, we'll just look at it. yeah. Um, and I personally, I don't know how I feel about. I mean. 
in- Inktober books they, they can be fantastic um i believe i believe hauntings started out as um lisa april amelia's hauntings may have started yes yeah, it's, it's an ink graphic okay. novel it's current the, the pledge was three eight three thousand three hundred ninety nine pounds is currently standard at thirty one thousand four hundred eighty six pounds hell. exactly that's a huge success for for uh, an inktober book that isn't done yet but i would say i'm not sure about pledging to something that hasn't been finished yet but then again lots of kickstarters are for books that haven't been finished yet um, yeah it's so got it's, it's, it's great it's got to be different folks for difference you know for me it depends on who's doing it and whether i can definitely guarantee well, it's gonna I, I think also an inktober um book especially um you have to be very careful when when designing these things um because there's so many people out there they'll be like oh, i could do a whole comic over that but that's such a laborious process that you, and also i don't know about you guys but the creative process can change from day to day you could absolutely be on a tear for a couple of days and then you just have one bad day yeah um, yeah but that, you got as a kind of if you're a pro you kind of gotta just do it hmm. do you know what i mean you gotta kind of i mean yeah. there's a lot of pros out there who can do a page a day aren't there yeah hmm. you know there, there are you know historically there always have been yeah not everyone i don't can, mean to be not. rude to that the, the the project we're talking about i'm not entirely blown away by the artwork i'm not sure no, i was hmm. yeah and uh, I, I don't necessarily think um that is necessarily down to creators involved sometimes when they do an inktober project because a lot of the time these project these projects are on top of everything else um, yeah it's almost so like you, a warm-up thing yeah so it? yeah. yeah it's either a warm-up or you've had your whole day of drawing or writing whatever and then oh i need to put another two hours for the inktober thing so you know so it's hard enough work as it is to do comics to add another project like that you know it's it's an interesting one i didn't know it was that huge that's a huge yeah that's like really really done its numbers yeah that's massive yeah that's i think the the person had has had two very big kickstarters in the last year or so yeah, for yeah. sketchbooks which I is, another, also, is another interesting thing isn't it a sketchbook mm, it's not it's not yeah. that dissimilar from this is it you know no yeah. uh it's also like that whole building up your i was watching a video uh earlier this week and it was about uh running a kickstarter and one of them was saying your audience should be there before you even go to kickstarter which yeah. i 100% agree with yeah, a lot yeah. Of, a lot of projects I see fail on Kickstarter is because someone thinks I'm going to make a comic and just puts a Kickstarter up, and not, regardless of the quality, whether the comic's completed or it's not, it if seems you neither here nor there, doesn't it? Actually, yeah, at the it's yeah, irrelevant. If you haven't got your audience built up before you go on there, you're taking a real, real punt because yeah. people don't seem to want to gamble, and rightly so. I and mean, a, and an Inktober book is a very sp- specific kind of book as well, or or, or project. It's not like a normal comic, in in, in my eyes. It's a little for, bit of a curio for someone who's... Yeah, so if some yeah. of my favourite artists did it, I would probably go in on that, you know, but because you, I kind of like collecting them, they do. At your, at your convention table, there may be, um, you know, just say you get the people who are just walk around in MCM or whatever, and you could say, oh, I did this book as part of Inktober, and they may get the question, what's Inktober? You yeah. Know, there's, there's a lot of people who don't know what it is, so it's still... It, uh, it can would be, this... Go on, Dan. I said, would the project stand on its own if it wasn't an Inktober project? Yeah, that's interesting. If you, that's good, if you really did that, point. if you did that in another month and said, oh, "I'll complete this comic in a month," and I said, like, "Well, yeah. the quality's not yeah. amazing." Yeah, <coughs> it's but, yeah. it's definitely yeah. sort of. Um, I mean, it started with Inktober, and other people were like just used this sort of idea for other months of the year or, or things like that. Anyway, don't they for for different genres and different? We're doing, they do, it, with, uh, we're doing it with Flesh and Ink. We're mm. doing a page, you know. Mm. 
it's only a week, you know, every weekday he does a page. Mm. There's yeah. a uh, Sword September. That that was a thing, wasn't it? Sword People drawing different, yeah, drawing different swords throughout September or sword. There was a robot gags. one. When's that? Is it January or February or something? Yeah. The, the, yeah. You do a robot every day. Yeah. Here's a question for you then. Okay, so this creator or any creator who's doing this, who's who's kickstarting it, graphic novel done, you know, every day in in October, they um they put a, let's say four days out of that month, they say I've had a really busy day today. I'm not going to get to my page. Yeah, is it okay come back to it. then to finish it in let's say December when they have more time and um, then put it in? is that no. valid I, I think does that, does that mar the, the product that's, I don't know that's, um, I don't know sometimes it's subconsciously or psychologically isn't yeah. it mars it doesn't it um, yeah. I mean for me personally I would think it, um, it's also getting what you're sold if, you, if you've been told, told uh, we did this over this month Apart from these eight pages at yeah. the end, yeah, 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 yeah. That's also, why I prefer beautiful. like these Inktober books. Which, by the way, this isn't. This is not. A, we're not talking. Oh, Inktober books, because most of them are absolutely amazing. And, they're, and they're yeah, awesome. yeah, we've liked quite a few of them, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. and um, it's just that personally, I as, as we've always said about Kickstarters, I quite like it when the book's done. Uh, and Inktober is 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 definitely with this campaign. To be fair to this campaign, um, by the end of this month. This book should be done. That's yeah, the, that's, that's my the other promise. Question, that's the promise you're yeah. making, isn't it? Yeah. So if we don't get this now through until, as is common with Kickstarter, six months time, are we also calling foul? Because yeah. as far as I'm concerned, the artwork will have been done yeah. on the last day of October. I mean, I you could you have can't... it all laid out ready, like in this time. Yeah. If you're doing yeah. a page, like have the whatever. I don't know how you lay it out. Maybe like if you've got it in InDesign, have all the pages ready. Get the the interiors. Like the front and back all ready to go, and then all you got to do is plop the completed artwork in. Yeah, and then there's yeah. also then again, I, th- I think there's the question of honesty to an Inktober book, isn't there? Do you um, do you go back um, and noodle with it? Because or, a- a- as creatives, sometimes we look at stuff and just think, oh, I could do that better. But if you're being honest to the spirit of an Inktober, uh, it's, it's like a performance piece, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's, it's actually like, an this experiment. What, That's this what is we what want. This we day. want that rawness. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, is it? Does it follow in any kind of prompts, or is it literally you're just drawing a comic in October? Yeah, I think I think they are following prompts, aren't they? Yeah, that then yeah. lead into a story or something. Gotcha. I think, I think a right? lot of people yeah. these days they do a lot of planning because the prompts go up quite a bit. It's not like you get them a day beforehand. The prompts go up no. quite early, and then people yeah. can plot and plan and figure out what they're going to do, um, which is a whole process to itself. You know, because I think you uh, need to have a process to it, don't you? I know we're trying yeah. to find the line here, but say they they did the the pen and inking in October, but then added colors to it in november i, I to no, be honest i, want, I would I want, want it i would want a collection of the images i would yeah. want whatever was done on that day that like like tony said the honesty of what it was that day if one day is absolutely phenomenal and one of them's a little rough around the edges that's just if you're buying this kind that's, of book oh, it's been sold it? on that's that kind of, of beast yeah of course, yeah the other side of things is they're doing inktober right now most people who do inktober post the image every day that they do there's only yeah, a lot yeah. more slack and stuff the um do they post every day's image for their Kickstarter? Because otherwise, there are a lot of people who just go, well, I've got it anyway. Read it, yeah. Mm. That's it. I'm like going to get it anyway. You market yourself to the collectors of your work, don't you? Which takes us yeah. back to which the clearly, audience. I mean, they're making the money. So yeah. it's, it's clear yeah. they've got, which they takes us to back it. to the audience who yeah. just want this. Dan is Harris's book was great to have it collected. I mean, yeah. uh, if he's running the Patreon, though, isn't it? Dan's not yeah. single pieces of art. Yeah. Dan is what strips. three panel strips? Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you were like having a patron, I'd consider like if you did it October May, you'd give it away to your patrons, and everyone else you'd run a Kickstarter 
and yeah, fuck I like it. That like, idea. Think yeah. like maybe like Dan did. I don't want to say he did or didn't do that because I'm not sure. Yeah, he's quite seems... good with his patrons, I think, isn't he? Yeah, that sounds yeah. like such a great way of doing it. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. a great idea. I mean, it's... it's the whole the whole Kickstarter thing where like we'd rather a book was completed by the time we pledged to it, and then we know we're not going to be involved in another three year wait for something. But yeah. the um, it's not. It's a wider question, isn't it? Because there's a couple of Kickstarters we've pledged to that we've been told are completely and utterly finished and ready to go to print, and four months down the line, I'm still waiting. I'm still, for it. Yeah, I'm still fucking yeah. waiting for the fucking thing. So they need to get <laughs> off their ass and do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said I got my copy of Battle Badges the other day because I had it delivered to my office, and that's fucking amazing. It's great. Isn't it? Steve has yeah. just gone like above and beyond with it. That's like the the gold standard. Yeah, really good. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Um, yeah, but uh, Inktober itself has become such a, a sort of law unto itself for creativity. Really, is it's just sort of like the amount of different stuff you see. Yeah, is, is fascinating. So you're going to have some some. Keep I also think there's it. quite a few people. As we had a discussion last week, there's quite a few people out there who owe commissions to people. Yeah. And um, if if I was owed a commission, I think I am actually owed a commission by someone who's doing Inktober. I would be saying to them. Why? Why aren't you doing my commission? <laughs> I paid you like seven years ago for something, and now you you've got enough time on your your desk to do a picture every day. I suspect there's probably a few editors who people, there's artists who are a bit behind on their deadlines. Are going, all right? Oh, you got time to do a, yeah, an Inktober every day? Have you? Can you draw this fucking comic instead, please? <laughs> yep. Yep. Cynical Esmond. Yep. Yeah. Well, the world has <laughs> made us cynical. Um, <laughs> I mean, however, however you do it, if you're going to make a um, a finished piece of your Inktober uh, drawings or whatever, and even if it's like, um, if you do these Inktober drawings and then, but then you go in to give them some polish afterwards, as always, it's just a case, of, you know, that that's cool, you know, do the creative stuff that's best for you. But as always, it's all about clarity for the people that you want to purchase this book. You know, just sort of, yeah, you know, it just tells more of a story as well, isn't it? It's like, oh, I did this, and then afterwards, when it was done, I gave it a polish, made it all nice, and now made a printed book out of it. You know, that's you, fine i'd yeah. dig that i yeah. buy a lot of sketchbooks from artists you know yeah. tables and stuff yeah. i like yeah. all that you know i think this yeah this sort of thing um not just inktober but um all the other sort of prompts throughout the year are just the, the tailor-made december <laughs> bum timber um they're tailor-made for like sketchbooks and just extra product and stuff so sometimes maybe if you're at a loss to what to create things like this are uh can be a bit of a lifeline you know when you're staring at the blank page yeah and, i think so yeah things like this can be really interesting i think they they're also it's interesting when writers take a punt on it as well you know really what are yeah. they doing yeah well you know some people could i mean it's such a visual medium this one and yeah. um i mean i haven't seen anything recently but i've i, I swear i've read of uh, writers just sort of saying i'm taking these prompts i'm gonna draw uh just gonna write a one-page comic strip comic script no, based, based on that sort of thing yeah i like that sort of thing that sort of thing you see on yeah. Substack and things yeah. like that yeah yeah, yeah. i mean you can have a script timber oh my god right oh. write that down yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yeah that'd be great i mean i'm probably saying something now that already exists so apologies folks if something like this exists and feel free sorry what oh my God. fucking hell is that? that that's a funny porn film. Yeah, what what sort of alarm was that, Dan? Was that That's uh the the guy off of Family Guy. <laughs> you know the one? The giggity giggity, that dude. Yeah, he goes, What? Oh no. <laughs> why but why did it happen? Why did it happen? I got a message. 
Oh, <laughs> oh God. Nothing, nothing, nothing important. Okay. God. I like it going off and having discussions with people. Yeah. Someone saying something, <laughs> then it goes, yeah. well, oh, no. So I put it on silent. I've uh, derailed the show. He's, he's right. not, I mean, it's the eBay thing. Normally, he's so professional. He's the most professional of all of us. And now look at him. I'm still upset about that. I know. It's terrible. Yeah, I know. It's a bit of a fucking blow, if I'm honest. Oh, well. Got on um, and but, you know, is there is there a writing prompt out there? Is there a writing month? Yeah. Hmm. There must be. There must be. It just must sounds be. like such yeah. an obvious idea that, you know. But yeah, if, 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 if not, we need to, we need to um, copyright script ember. Yeah. I'm just one of those people. I think if I was an editor, if same as if I was, you know, ran a comic company or something like that, uh, and I, and my artists were behind, and they were all doing this inktober, I'd be like, uh, I'd mate, be playing on my mind. Yeah. Or they're they're the sort of people who tweet thirty times a day. I'd be like, yeah. uh, you know. Sometimes you look at them, they're like, "Do you ever come off of this?" Because like you're having these massive conversations. Like yeah. if you if you was, I was like boss in an office, and every time I came past someone's phone, desk, they were on their phone messaging. You can't. Yeah. You're not being the most productive person you can be. No, it's like the people who used to. It's the equivalent of the old school people who used to go out for a smoke. Do you remember them? Yeah. And I, you'd, I said you, you've been outside for like two hours today, smoking. Yeah. What's going on? Can't you do some so, work no, for a change? That, right? Yeah, yeah. Like we've had you've had five cigarettes and they've all been fifteen minute breaks. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Social That's media up. is a time sucker. I think people need to come off it. I work with people and they turn their social media off during the day, and I think that's a good idea. To be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you just it, it, it's trouble is it's that old dopamine hit of I know, I know. getting. Like, I'll see a new picture, see that, and sometimes I catch myself just looking at it, and I'm like, "What am I doing this for?" Yeah, it's just out of shite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what am I doing this for? Yeah, Fisto wouldn't do this. What would Fisto do? That's what I like to think. Right, yeah. he can't hold the phone for one. No, that's true. <laughs> his, th- his big thumb doesn't work on his metal glove, does it? You know I mean? Does like... it not? Uh, does the metal glove move? I thought it was just literally. This I've never seen uh, an episode of Master of the Universe. So I've got to tell you, I've never seen the cartoon, so I don't know. I've just got. I bought the figure because it was funny. If any uh, Fisto bods fans. or Master of the Universe yeah. fans can ri- write in to the usual, can he address? open his fisting glove? Yeah. Oh my God. Mm. Good point. Write in, email in, and then e- title the email. Please delete immediately. <laughs> don't think any less of me that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear <laughs> anyway from someone with a hand, with a giant fist that can't open it to another um, the next our next topic um, we're switching yeah. the channels a little bit and it's purely because and I think um, we probably won't name the comic as well Tony uh, bought a, a comic this week uh, oh, yeah. it, well actually Tony bought a comic this week I bet you're all surprised, uh, aren't yeah, you? That's not news. <laughs> no, that's I spent not... 120 quid in gosh yesterday. Oh, Jesus oh. Christ! Yeah. That's a that's that's regular. That is yeah, on the regs, and the, the staff are still rude as fuck. But there you go. <laughs> <laughs> gosh, if you're listening, yeah. come on the show. Some of you're right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're still um... reading that old shit, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> here you go. Pervert. Look at all yeah. these vampirella costumes. As he as he has got his Fisto costume on. Um, yeah. he, he buys a lot of red Sonia, the perv. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, um, one of the books you picked up this week, which was one that um, I think it was shortlisted in one of my um, favourite covers of the week. I think. Oh, I think you did choose this one. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Um, so there's a little hint for you. Um, I wondered where this was going, then I've suddenly realised. Uh, great, great creators. Um, <laughs> um, but we, but once reading it, um, you felt it was more of a. 
lovely trade. art, man. Yeah, yeah, lovely yeah. art. So it's great a story that, team as well, isn't it? I think. It's yeah, both. Cool. Well, I didn't know really know much about the artist, but the um, the writer is someone we've recommended previously. We'd love to have on the show, sort of thing, and um, has caught a little bit of controversy recently, but um, I don't think for any real reason. Um, well, as usual on Twitter. But this, so this comic is um, a. It's the first issue of a series. It has a manga style to it. Um, which I think is quite canny. I think is quite a good sales technique. Bearing in mind, we know how how well manga is selling these days. Um, it's um, it's got a cover which certainly drew me in. It's kind of that um, uh, beat Takeshi kind of crime thing look about it, yeah. you know. Um, and but the thing is, I bought it, and I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy it. Some of it, I, I there's there's a it's like. I was I was watching a documentary on the comic creator Seth today, and he was saying about comics lend themselves to the banal rather than bomb, the bombastic. You know, he says because it, it, it's the life of the interior. You actually you can actually read a comic and, and enjoy someone wandering around and going to the shops and musing over something. You know, but this is it plays itself up as being a crime book. Um, there's a little bit of blood on the cover, sort of a grim faced. Um, uh, I'm going to say antihero, and it's based in Canada, but it's. Um, it's basically him getting on a bus and going shopping a lot. Um, he gets on a bus. He does. He goes to comes out. Goes to the shops. It rains. He gets wet. Gets on a bus. Gets off a bus. Um, goes to a shop. Um, gets back on a bus again. To be and, clear about this, though, there's no yeah. narrative boxes playing over the top of this either, is there? There's there's no sort of like very little word, very little words as well. It's not it's not a hugely um, there's not a huge like, amount of dialogue in it. Yeah. Um, and it's um it's, it's set in Vancouver. Um, it just seems to me, I actually think the dude, the writer might be doing it for a laugh. Actually, part of me <laughs> thinks this is a wind-up because there's nothing happens until the last three pages um, where he discovers something. Um, but up until that, it's super, it's not, I don't know. Watching someone walk about a city, is that boring or not? I don't know. I mean, Tarantino, like... Tarantino has a lot of people walking across car parks and, yeah. you know, things like that. But I find it entrancing sometimes. Yeah, um, is it sometimes, like a narrative build-up or something for the, the story? Yeah, this, this, is a, a, this is a huge build-up to something that happens in the last three pages and then you're left hanging for the next issue. I think, and I, I, think I was chatting to, I think Eamon bought it and Sarah bought it as well. Um, I think Eamon quite liked it. And I think Sarah said it's not for her. Um, and I, but I think it, I would have... I would love to read it in a trade and I think it suits that manga styling. I think if this was in a hundred page manga volume, um, I mean, before we, before we, um, before we came on and we were just looking at like Tony was showing us some of the pages from the looks of it. Um, it feels like, um, a European book, um, like like we talked about Europe Europe comics and certainly we've read comics that have, we've all read these comics that have these slow pacings and stuff up you know, you're you're reading 10 15 pages of a slow get up but normally when you read a comic like that when you get to page 15 you look at at the page count or look at the book yourself, you know you've got another 40-50 pages left you've got another, you know, it's usually a trade or a graphic novel or like you say, Bon Dessinée sort of, it's a bigger sort of yeah, you know you're in for more. Um, personally, I mean, I think there's no slight on any of the creative of this team because it, it looks like a gorgeous book. It's is the pacing. Uh, I don't necessarily think that sort of pacing's right for a twenty um, page. Yeah, it's comic. right for the trade. It's right for a trade. exactly. And I think yeah, yeah. if if 
if there was a small press or indie creator, you know, the sort of people who are seeing at MCM and stuff that are making this sort of book, it's not going to work if, for, for people that don't know you. Yeah, it would work for me if this was a weekly comic. Mm. Put it that way. Yeah. But bearing in mind, I've got to wait probably a month, sometimes more, let's face it, for the next issue. I'm like, uh, this only, this and it's only four works. quid, man. It's four, yeah. cost you four quid, these things, you know. Yeah, and this only works because, once again, audience, this only works because the creator is involved. Because if I, I would say, if you don't have a name with this, you probably lose a lot of people on that first issue. No matter the quality of the of everyone involved, yeah, I think I think when you are a bigger name, you get you get more rope to to do these sort of experimental things. Or like you say, if, if like you say, if he is just having a joke with it for the first issue by doing something like this, you can, you know, they've they've got more leeway if you're a big name. Yeah, I almost feel a little bit like he's winding me up. I think to be fair, I thought, oh, is that it? When I read it as an image book. But as a, if it was a small press book, when you could guarantee that either you wouldn't see the second issue, as we get with a lot of creators, or <laughs> it would be a fucking year till you see the next issue, then I would think, oh, come on, that would that would actually wind me up after yeah, I spent four exactly. quid on it, you know? Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. like you said, it serves better as a trade. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, I think so. But maybe that's the design, you know. I mean, image books aren't selling gangbusters these days, you know. Um, there's a few that do well, there's a, and there's a few that don't, but, but you know be interested to see what the sales figures are on this i think it gets a bit of a bump because of the creator and it also the publicity for it came out at the right at the same time as this creator got a bit of bad publicity for a previous book he did mm-hmm. um and the i remember that's where i saw the images and i was spurred on by i saw the images then i saw you put it out um as one of your covers vince and i saw it yeah. when we scanned through covers and i thought oh this i might get this this looks good and then it was the last one on the shelf in gosh and i bought it yesterday so that's why i bought it oh, impulse buy okay. yeah yeah, but you can't read a whole comic. You can't look. I, know, I very rarely look through more than one or two pages of comic that I buy in a comic shop. Um, you know, there's. I look to see if the art's okay. If if it's like an impulse buy, and then I'll buy it. You know, so you can't you can't expect this. That you can't find. You you never know this is going to happen to the mm. book that you then go home and read. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't want to be one of those people that sits there reading the whole fucking comic in one go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you do that, our table of thought bubble Vince will kill you. What? what? Yeah. Who's that dude? Do you remember at Bath that dude who basically read everything on your table? Do you remember? He had like uh, he had like a fedora on and a pair of black gloves. Uh, no, that he was he was on your table. Oh, was I, he on mine? Was he? Yeah, I yeah. got the dude that wanted, that um, spent ninety minutes with me talking about the Punisher. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's worst ways to spend your time. <laughs> not 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 for those 90 minutes Dan. Oh okay. Yeah. I think I took pictures I think I took pictures of you didn't I? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I like to do that. Yeah. Um it's interesting. Are you going to buy more of that one Tony? Oh no, I'm going to wait for the trade. And that that's the thing, isn't it? That's yeah. the yeah. that's the final result. Yeah. You know? There you go. Um, the you, you're doing that decompressed storytelling. It kind of begs to be told in the, the the trade format so people are like well I'll pick up in the trade and won't get the singles and then point, if you don't buy the singles does the trade not get made if the trade yeah, doesn't exactly. get made at what yeah. point you know what is the importance of the editor when it comes to this to, to sort of i mean the editor may look at it and go that's fantastic but we might need to speed it up a little bit yeah this plays into why i think dc dc are doing it a lot and um um, was it Boom did it as well? They're doing like these albums, 
They're yeah, like, okay. um, I think there's a Lobo Superman one. There's a Suicide Squad one. There was that Batman one. There was the Superman one that Frank Miller did with John Romita Jr. Then there's all these, and they're like 48 page. We're we're going the European way, and for that way, you get a big chunk of story. The the question they did one, didn't they? Dennis Cowan did the the question one with Jeff Lemire, and I think I think we might go that way. And I wouldn't be I wouldn't be a hating on that. I got to tell you, I think no. that's all right. Like the silly books, you know, like that, you know, yeah. that big chunk of story. Well, the trouble is, is like the the models change, hasn't it? The, the comic books are not at the supermarket tills or in the yeah. newsagent by the on, the on a spinner rack or whatever. It's completely different nowadays, so things have to change. And if yeah. you don't change, you'll fucking get you. Nobody knows where to get so, comics anymore. No, a mate of mine came up to the office the other day, and I got some original art on the um, on the walls and some sort of comics laying about in my office. And he said, "Oh, he said, oh, where did you get these from?" I'm like, "Well." I actually feel embarrassed explaining it to you, you know, because <laughs> yeah. they're so specialist now. There's like four or five shops, even in London, where you can buy them. And it's yeah. embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not optimum, is it? I mean, this no, is not, is this it? is what stuff you're supposed to be like everywhere that it, all the kids can pick up and read at any time. I mean, yeah. if you see why they're going into the web comics now, like DC. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ease of availability, isn't it? That's what it's yeah. all about, seemingly. You know. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, there's grumpy old men corner. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. But now, now to change the rhythm a little bit, um, because Which is a dancer. Rhythm is a dancer. It's a. Uh, right. oh, it's a salsa action. You can. Yeah. Oh, we keep doing oh, that. Oh my word! This show just got seventy-five percent sexier. We can. Uh, we do this virtually every episode now. Do you know that we'd like drop what a song talk? and someone. Someone like sings some a bit of the song. Yeah, nah. apart from Tony. Tony needs to oh, sing. Oh, no, I'm more of a rapper. I was born in New Jersey. I said it before. Right. Nobody heard me. You know that I'm a rapper now. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I know the whole of that song. Oh, Excellent. brilliant. Excellent. Don't, yeah. don't, don't say it. Although, just in case we have to pay for the rights. I'll do um, it at Thought, I'll do it at thought Bubble. Yes. Oh, beautiful. There's something to look forward to. That's uh, how I'm living. <laughs> Gangster living. um yes um obviously we're we're doing a every week now on this show uh one of the hosts will post a question they will pose a question to to the rest of us and just basically kicks off some fun comic chat and there's something a little bit more this week isn't there tony Um, yeah because we're a three amigos show yeah i thought let's let's give it a little bit of a longer question something we can work out something that's a bit of fun um uh, so it's um it's like a fantasy football league thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So my question to you guys was you get to choose a currently existing character. Um, and you can either be the writer or the artist on it. But you get to choose money is no option. You get to choose who else works on it, who the editor is and who you would get to do a couple of different. So one normal cover, one variant cover. So um, who would like to go first? What? So. So there's two artists for a cover, so you can have. Yeah, a cover. so well, if you want to, I'm doing it. Yeah. I've got someone do my cover, and then I've got a variant cover as well. Okay. So you want something that's maybe a bit different, you know? You might want a Bill Sinkevich cover, or you know, a David Mack cover, or something, you know, <laughs> something that's a bit different. Yeah. I mean, you, you might even want a um a cosplay cover, for example, like they do on in Dynamite, or you might want a a cat cover, for example, like they used to do in Marvel. You know, you get to choose what it's going to be. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, do, I've, sh- shall I go first? I yeah. Don't yeah. Go on, go on, Demon. 
Well, mine was going to... I kind of didn't have a character in mind, but I thought I had a really good idea for a comic and a story. And I thought, okay, okay retro... I'll tell yeah. the idea for the story, and then I was thinking how I'd retrofit it to kind of, like, fit a comic uh, yeah. character. But uh, I saw a news story during the week, and there was, like, a guy saying to the... Uh, that Facebook and Amazon should have a, a table at the UN. And I was like, fuck me, that's the most fucking unbelievable <laughs> thing anyone's ever said. Like, it's, like, dystopian future shit. And yeah. I thought, what happens if a country was run by a corporation and this is kind of very much in stories love like thinking That's about a, and, and it's a bit like um, martha washington isn't pax a corporation yeah or something? yeah yes yeah, yeah. so essentially like a big ocp pats corporation runs a whole uh country and everyone's a worker in it and they're, they're the kind of the government system and the character would be the lead character would be uh, in the hr department who uh, <laughs> i've got no love for hr departments and essentially <laughs> They they're up for like doing the hiring and firing and the uh, checking up on people to make sure that they're coming up to snuff, like means testing them. And if you're not up to snuff, you call out one of these people and then they go and sort it out. So it'd be kind of like a, a bad guy uh, villain. And I would try and write it with a heavy satirical wedge. And I think the artist I think would do a great job and it would be uh, Kevin O'Neill. Oh, nice! Yeah, good shout. Yeah, mm. really yeah, nasty of... fucking HR department that would be. Wouldn't yeah, it? And yeah. All, these horrible <laughs> slo- all these horrible slogans up everywhere. Uh, obviously, it'd be, the, like, the metal... it'd be like termite, wouldn't it? Is it you know the where yes, Nemesis yeah. and Torquemada are? Yeah, yeah. So that's the obviously real horrible bastard, whoever he or she would be. Do you remember that Brian Tolbert? Um, was it Technophage? Brian Tolbert. I think Neil Gaiman. They did it, didn't they, years ago? And in it, they. They were like they had a building and it was people forced to work and they actually sat on toilets because he didn't want them taking any toilet time and stuff like that. Yeah, I'd like try and use ideas from the the Chinese uh, social system that they got going. That's like Facebook and you you get social credit for for doing the right things and you go down for looking at the wrong things, being friends with the wrong people. Uh, It'd be obviously like a totalitarian trouble. Yeah, totalitarian state that's fucking horrible to live in. But I wouldn't want to be like, oh, he suddenly comes to sees the light and says, no, I'm going to fat again. No, he doesn't. Like I say, he. It can be anyone. Like yeah. they're they're part of the system and they fucking love doing it. <laughs> so yeah, I'd be writing and I'd get uh, Kevin O'Neill to do uh, interiors and obviously a cover. If I was going to get someone else to do a guest cover, I'm not sure who that would be. Yeah, it's a weird one, isn't it? So you need something. You need. I almost think that for a variant cover, not that I'm a great believer in variant covers, although I do buy all the Master of Kung Fu ones, you almost <laughs> need something that is different, don't you? Yes. Something yeah. that is... You almost need... For that, I would I would do almost like one of those Russian posters, you know, like those wartime yes. posters, you yeah. know, about make sure you work for industry or something yeah. like that, you know, sort of... Yeah. Maybe... Um, who's your favourite artist? Who's that dude we met at Thought Bubble? Oh, um, uh, we, uh, Dave Johnson. Dave Johnson. I must think like one of those sort of Dave Johnson yeah. covers. Yeah. Oh yeah, Dave Johnson would be perfect. I mean, he's one of the one of the great greats of comic cover. He is not. Like, yeah. Know. And do like uh, a pseudo, my... you know, pseudo pseudo Soviet or pseudo, mm. you know, Nazi Germany kind of, you know, pre-war thing. Yeah. Mm. I was yeah. Uh, when he said about like the the caveat of having like an established character. I thought I could maybe like have it the the an X Men like Krakoa and like have Bishop working like as like a HR department and goes sorts out. I'm really <laughs> mutants, but like, I don't really know much about the story to, to sort of pitch in with that, but 
I actually think at the moment the only person who really knows what's going on in the X-Men comics is Jonathan Hickman, because I tried to read Inferno the other day, and it's fucking confusing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Sorry. So, yeah, that's my idea. Go. Nice one. Nice Thank one, you. D. V? Um, okay. I, I I mean, this was... I mean, so many options, isn't there, really? Um, yeah. And certainly um, I had a few to mind. But then I, I just thought of... Uh, like, like I say, like, if you, if you want to create a... I don't know. Create the thing you want to see, and I want to see a new Night Stalkers. Yeah. Okay. Um, Fucking yes, I do. Yeah. Marvel yeah, comics yeah. need to do a proper badass Night Stalkers comic. Somebody again. was saying to me the day that Morbius comics have gone up in price. I yeah. guess there's, is there a movie? Or yes, something there's a movie coming on. Yeah, yeah they'll go up in Lito. price and then it'll come out and then they'll drop again. Yeah. Um, but certainly Night Stalkers for those that don't know it. Um, and when I loved it, um, it was a it was only around for a couple of years. Marvel comics from ninety two to ninety four. Mm. Um, oh, nice! They, they're doing a re they're re going back. What was the book that was part of it? The uh, uh, well, Rise of the Midnight Suns. It was that was when it kicked off. That was a big sort of super. That's the big crossover. I think they're doing some more with that soon. You know. Yeah, yeah. There's a video game called Midnight Suns. Bit, yeah. yeah. Oh right. Okay. Forget about that because it's got Wolverine in it. No, 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 no. Um, Surprise. Yeah. But basically, I would, um, like Dan, let, let's just, um, my brief synopsis of a story. It would obviously revolve around bringing back the classic Dracula yes. in Marvel Comics. The Tomb of Dracula type. Yeah, the type Tomb of Dracula, yeah. Dracula. Um, he's obviously up to no good, but, um, and this this group have to be brought back together to basically, it's almost like a, it takes on almost a spy-like book as well, because they need to get, get together and they need to infiltrate um, not necessarily Transylvania, but you could put it in somewhere else where they, there's like a like a kingdom or there's like a country that this that that, that Dracula is infecting or something is happening mm. here. So and what he, team you have in? You have in? I think uh, you have in. Blade. So so basically right. the setup is they're put brought together. They have to go in. They infiltrate, and of course there's going to be lots of badass action. But you mix it with yeah. a little bit. I'm definitely thinking Hammer horror style vibes here. Um, basically, Not boobs. Um, maybe. Yes. Um, yeah. But the, the obviously, <laughs> yeah. Obviously, you said tick. I'm not sure what you yeah. said then, but yeah. 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 If this is like Dragon's Den. It's like I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, obviously, Blade would be part of the team. I think that, that's the go yeah. go to. Um, now, the the original team were just sort of Blade, Frank Drake, and Hannibal King. Right, um, were the original ones, um, and I I would because I liked all those characters in the original ones. I would still have all those back. You know, of a Blade Rider, would you have a, a Ghost Rider element to it again? I know they've they've used various different uh, yeah, versions. Yeah, certainly they? this first when it first came out, Rise of the Midnight Suns, it was the two Ghost. They were fighting the um, both Johnny Blaze and Ghost Rider. The Danny Danny Ketch. Yeah, Danny they, Ketch, they had a yeah. fight with them, which is oh, one, right. one of the um, great um, comic moments that always sticks in my head. Is Johnny Blaze had a like a shotgun? That's um, right. That with, was great. Like, the hellfire the shoots shotgun. hellfire. Yeah, and shoots yeah. hellfire. And Blade fired a tiny stake, uh, two tiny stakes into, in, the into the barrel. So yeah. when Johnny Blaze pulled the trigger, it backfired on him. That is a moment in comics that always sticks with my head. Sticks in my head. It was so good, <laughs> so good. Yeah. I I think you two Ghost Riders is too too many. Yeah. You need yeah, yeah. one. 
It only it's three now, it, aren't they? It, so. it only worked, I think, around that time because Johnny Blaze was just Johnny Blaze, wasn't he? I think. Yeah. At that time. Yeah, he'd stopped um, being Ghost Rider, and he, but yeah. he'd retained a bit of the. Yeah. Power he, he had the nineties yeah. sort of uh, ponytail and uh, sunglasses. Yeah. And Sun- yeah. 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 So I, I would still have Blade, Frank Drake, Hannibal King. I would add Werewolf by Night into the team. Oh, nice one. Old uh, <laughs> Jack Russell. Jack, that the was his gr- name. Yeah. The great, Can you believe the it? The greatest name for a werewolf character <laughs> ever. <laughs> and I know uh, she was in like Legion of Monsters, but maybe uh, Satana. Just yeah. To, yeah. Bring, okay. Bring, yeah. Great bring costume. That, yeah. Obviously, obviously, bring also that sort of you know that the dark and sort of hellish side to it as well. So it's really building yeah. up. This... But apparently, you've got to have a woman in the team now. I'm not always in agreement with that, but you know, sometimes. Yeah. That's why we've got you, Tony. That's our um, baby. <laughs> so that would that would be my <laughs> essentially the, the, the team. It would still keep Doctor Strange was the people that brought them, the one that brought them together before. I would mm. still have that that sort of element of like you need to come back together, but they're sort of an incognito sort of team. And um, um, I would, and it would be like I don't know, a twelve issue arc. You know, I mean, that's pipe dreams these days, isn't it? You know, keep it, keep yeah, it. As a, that's as a, a long solid, run. Yeah, have it as <laughs> yeah. a solid story. Like a proper sort of eight, ten issues. OGN, OGN. Um, if it was OGN, it would have to be a decent size because I'd or, or, yeah. maybe, or maybe a, like a, a trilogy of OGNs. Do you know what I mean? So this, the, yeah. as the story goes on, um, I would and I would have Greg Smallwood on the art. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Um, obviously, he is going to be. The business. I mean, he's the business anyway. Everyone he's doing a human target now, isn't he? Yeah, so, human target. Yeah, yeah. From the looks of human target. I like his covers, though. especially. I really yeah. do like his. He's yeah. got that sort of um, McGuinness kind of paperback cover effect sometimes, isn't he? Yes. He's got that he's little got bit that, retro. That sort of pulpy yeah, yeah. retro, which is why, you know, taking that sort of hammer vibe um, is what, what I'm sort of playing into there. I just thought, you know, him with those, I mean, to see him like do Blade. I swear, yeah. he's, I swear he's done Blade somewhere before. And mm. I, I know certainly... Um, the small words did there was a vampire version of was it one of the archer characters was it oh right okay they did that one which was very good um so there's yeah. that whole sort of like having that sort of americana sort of horror um, yeah and i'd love to see i'd love to see him do stuff like this um it, it, just because I, i'd love it if there was a variant variant covers it's just getting arthur adams on something like this come on okay come on yeah you know, show me the money. Um, <laughs> yeah, three grand. Yeah, and also, yeah, yeah. Um, but just to see, I think at the end of the day, it boils down to I want to see that original Tomb of Dracula character come back. Yeah, that Tomb of Dracula, Dracula. He's like sort of no more, is he? That's long standing in my reread. Um, I keep looking at it on the shelf and thinking I'm going to reread that again. Yeah, get back into. Yeah, life. I love yeah. that series, man. Um, you know, I I, I know. Um, with something like this, once you've set up the team, you can have them doing different things. But the first one has to be the team taking on Dracula. How can you not? How can you yeah. not? Do you know what I mean? And then the thing is, you've got to shoot your bolt these days with early comics. There's no part holding back because the series yeah. probably will only last ten issues. You know, that's yeah. the thing. You, yeah. You've got to go for it, haven't you? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I would, I would probably start off with some proper sort of horror. Do you know what I mean? You, you start off with the villains and then show why they're why the Night Stalkers are needed again. You know, yeah. Um, and with a with a character like that, because let's face it, a lot of these characters. I know Blade is everyone knows Blade. A lot of these characters, not so many people know so much about them. You've got that option to create new characters to, to and supporting characters to go alongside them. 
you know, if you create, for instance, if you said, oh, I, I want, I, you know, pie in the sky, I want to create a Superman character, and I'm going to create this supporting character for them. Let's let's face it, most people aren't going to remember the supporting character because it's a Superman book. I think sometimes when you when you deal with the um, I, I, we need another breakout character. Yeah, I always say yeah. this about comics. You look at some of the the characters. We say, "Oh no, they're hot at the moment. They were created decades ago." Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And sometimes you, these these background characters become mainstream characters. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, so, look at Blade. Blade was a character in Super Dracula. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know he didn't really energize himself until later, but yeah, yeah. you got to do something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that that's um, how I do it. Um, I mean, obviously, I'd. You know, you just get the top. I mean, I think Smallwood colours his own stuff, doesn't he? I think. Okay. Yeah, it certainly looks like it, doesn't he? I can imagine. Or he's got someone who's working very closely with that aesthetic. Yeah. 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 So so there'd be, you know, it's with that sort of style. You know, it's mixing the. It's almost like a like a spy comic, like a man from Uncle sort of style with with Hammer Horror. but you know me, I want the horror to be proper horror. Oh, uh, totally work, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you'd want them to have a base, like in Is It Men from Uncle, where they sit in the chairs in yeah, the barbers yeah, and they, they lower totally, down into yeah, the... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you, but if it's like Doctor Strange, that you know, it lowers into some sort of massive arcane library. Do you know what I mean? You make a proper fucking Tales from the Crypt like, yeah. base for them, you know, that has, I don't know, all kinds of supernatural shit. Oh, God, there's so many good ideas. I need to write all these down. Or something else. Uh, well, we can just take... All these are copyright us, by the way, just yeah. in case anyone was yeah. worried. What was uh, it? The... Yeah. Blade obviously was like half vampire. Yeah, Hannibal King, which is kind of he was like the weapons guy. What was the other chap? He was he like half vampire too? Uh, Frank, I can't remember. Frank, Frank Drake. He was a direct descendant of Count Dracula. Oh, oh okay. okay. Yeah, right. And he was um, in Tomb of Dracula number one. Oh right. Okay. okay. Uh, created by Gene Colan and Jerry Conway. There you go. Nice. And okay. just so you know, because I'm on, uh, I'm on their Wikipedia. He's a former millionaire who had squandered in his inheritance and had nothing more than an ancestral castle in Transylvania, as we do. Uh, yeah, yeah. But then he discovers he, I mean, as Tony like to say, you like, you like to reread these, planning to sell it. He and his friends travel to the castle and discover Dracula's skeleton and accidentally resurrect him. <laughs> um, yeah. do that every every yeah. time I've and been, I, th- I think through Tomb of Dracula um, Drake is the uh, sort of protagonist isn't he to Dracula isn't he isn't yeah he? I think so that rings yeah. a bell god it's so long since I've does Dracula him. not exist in the Marvel Universe in a book yeah he does yeah the Avengers have just fought him no but like the book Dracula <laughs> oh I don't know because what last, you mean, the, last you mean time I saw book, Dracula you... in a comic remember when there was that god awful X-Men vampires yes I don't yeah, I think like he's been it, in the Avengers recently man yeah. Is, yeah. is he still yeah. like the, the white haired ponytail Dracula I don't think I can't remember I'll have to check can't remember the Dracula that, that character talk... has appeared recently yeah the I'm Dracula sure. we're talking yeah. about is basically the Vincent Price looking because you seem like in the Marvel Universe the, the book you wouldn't have books and films of Dracula like I've I've inherited a castle in Transylvania. Someone obviously say, "Well, yeah, yeah." In, in Marvel comics, Dracula the book doesn't exist. Doesn't okay. exist because I bet you there's the a comic that makes reference to Dracula the book. It's got a Dracula film. poster in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes me sick. Yeah. Where's the editors? Where are the editors? Yeah. yeah. So so there you go. All right, and Tony. Take it, take it away. Okay, well, since you've got your browser open, V, I'm going to I'm going to invite Dan to open his as well. Please open your browser. Browser. Okay. Good. Mine centers around the um, at the end of Master of Kung Fu when it ended. Uh, after this point, it's never existed in my mind. 
anymore. In issue 125, uh, Shang-Chi um, gives up the life of being a spy and a martial artist, and he decides to be a fisherman. Now, he leaves the, the, light, the games, games of death and deceit behind, and he wanders off and discovers his life. And he leaves behind his best buddy, who we all know is Black Jack Tar. So if you don't know what he looks like, please look him up. Because this is relevant to the conversation we're about to have. Black Jack Tar. Yeah, good. Black black roll neck. Yeah. Yeah. Big fucking unit. Do you know what I mean? Like, grizzled, older spy. He could probably put up a good fight. He'd never beat Shang-Chi, but he'd put up a good fight. He might get a swing in. Um, But, you know, solid. You know, he's got a shoulder holster kind of guy. Now, Shang-Chi and him are best friends. And over the years, Shang-Chi has disappeared off. But every year he takes time to return to this one shitty bar in um, in Shanghai and meet his old friend for a drink. So the year has come around again and Black Jack Tar is sitting at the bar in this in this um, in this shit old pub. And the he's sitting at the bar drinking, waiting for Shang to arrive. And the barman says, a lot of new pe- not a lot of new faces in here. And he turns around and the bar is full of all of Shang Chi's old villains ready to fight. And that's where I'll leave it. So I've got a story. In ah, mind nice. So will he arrive? Will he not arrive? Will Black Jack Target attacked? How will he survive? Who else will come to his aid? And that's that's like the little setup for it. Now I sort of it played on my mind a lot. Of who are so I because I can't draw. I'll be the one writing it. Uh, there we go. <laughs> you going with your shirt off? Nice. <laughs> um, the so I, I I thought about a few people. Um, and I, I decided to go completely and utterly left field with this. So there won't be many words in this, but there will be words in it. Um, and I've decided that I want Jim Woodring to draw it. So I invite you to to Google Jim Woodring, um, as it sounds. I, I, I know Jim Woodring's stuff. You'll know his style. We talked about him before. Yeah. yeah. Very um, strange. Yeah, yeah. Proper weird. But oh, I think, wow. Okay. I think, and it would be in black and white, this comic. And he could do he could go nuts on some of the you know the the razor fist you know all these sort of weird 70s kung fu you know somebody's had both their hands chopped off and replaced with blades or you know someone who uses nunchucks or whatever he he, he can work on all those villains make them extra weird um so i would write it i would have jim woodring to do it in black and white um and i would have my old boy ken ken reynolds would letter it because i like ken to letter everything um my editor would be louise aka Wheezy Simonson because of her history at Marvel and she's worked with some of the greats you know um, she's been married to two of the greatest artists in comics you know artists full stop Um, now I would invite you to say you can see what um, Black Jack Tar looks like right Mm -hmm. who in my mind there would be no greater artist to draw that big moustache that big bulky dude than Miller I think Miller would fucking kill on that cover yeah you would do great. Iconic. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that big, go full Sin City on that dude you on the cover. A, you want a big, inky tash. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, exactly. Oh, that sounds a bit weird when you put it on, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. There's a t-shirt yeah. for you. Yeah. Um, and variant cover, um, we just spoke about him off mic. I would have Artem Trakhanov to do go fucking yeah, nuts on a, a Blackjack Tar variant cover. Mm. And that would be my little pitch. That would ha- That would be my ideal yeah. To do, I think I think everyone would go. Oh, you should have such and such, or you know, it would all be boring, wouldn't it? Oh, you should have Diodato Junior on it. As much as I like him as an artist, he's. I want something different for this. Something yeah. weird. 
you know something otherworldly yeah. And you, you, yeah yeah oh it would be 48 pages i'd do it as a do it as a, a bigger issue and there would be some surprises along the line maybe we'd get shen q the cat maybe he would turn up maybe liko Wu. you know somebody somebody would turn up and there would be games of death and deceit begin again when he returns from his fishing boat just to meet his best friend for a drink yeah that's how i do it Ah, interesting yeah that's my one great pitch take oh yeah. all three great pitch yeah two yeah great pitch. yeah no, no, all three. Good, thanks, yeah, man. Yeah. Okay, I didn't want to blow my own trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys can blow it if you could. You would. <laughs> um, doing the doing this sort of. Uh, let's face it, folks. We've all done those. Oh, I'd love to have a handle of this. You know, if there's a comic you you think of, just just jot it down. Write it down. You know, it's always a bit of fun. It's a fun little exercise because mm. it it if nothing else it gets you to think about the art and the writing and everything else that you love about comics that's yeah. that's one of the things um part of the joy um certainly and we've i think we've all had the the coffee shop the pub conversation where someone goes my god can you believe can you imagine this artist doing a cover of this you know that whole thing. yeah we're playing fantasy co- fantasy publisher in our head all the time and um i'm all for it because I, th- I think it, i think it's great you know this all as long as you're not sort of don't come up with an idea send it to marvel and think they're going to do it because that's not how things work <laughs> yeah i don't think it works like that i'll be honest uh, with you yeah they don't yeah. take un- un- they're pretty blacklist yeah, you for doing that these yeah, days yeah, yeah yeah um yes i did also um one of the things I had blue and gold I would have blue beetle and booster gold and I'd just have Jason Howard on the artwork that was as far as I got with that one well there's, they've got their series at the moment it's actually yeah. not bad man There's yeah. the, the artist on it I can't remember his name off the top of my head but he's quite Adam Husey yeah. they've got that banter Yeah, um, it's quite nice yeah yeah. good old boy that'd make a nice trade actually for you that's, that's a good idea for my Christmas present for you that's good yeah oh, hey. Christmas is coming uh, <laughs> yeah. oh god it's not that far away is it but, no, they've already started moving shit around in the uh, what do you call it? Oh, the supermarket to put cotton stuff out. God, and they always like Halloween gets fucking fucked over every time for all the Christmas stuff. Let's get Halloween <laughs> out of the way, way first because it's a joyous time of year. I've already set up. Oh, a bunch we might of... have something exciting around that yeah. around Halloween, won't we? Yes, we might have. Oh yeah, so it's going to sort out at the moment. Horrific, horrifically cool coming up, coming up for you <laughs> yeah. all. So stay tuned for that. Um, and obviously, um, October is always the month where everyone changes their name, <laughs> apart from Tony. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't understand things. Yeah, I didn't change it last year, but I've changed it this year. I yeah. think. Yeah, wasn't really in the mood. Yeah, and I've got Peter Cushing as my uh, avatar. So if you see me in real life, I don't look like Peter Cushing. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. I've got uh, Christopher Lee. The two oh, well, see what I mean? You know, two two great tastes that taste great together. What? <laughs> I've got the director of the kill, the kill list, or whatever it is, Phil in England. What, ben, oh, God, ben Shane Wheatley. Meadows. No, ben, sorry, ben, ben Wheatley. Wheatley. Is, he, yeah. is he your avatar? No, it's just me. Oh, that's true. Oh. <laughs> there you go. The secret's out. <laughs> um, but, but yes, we've got some fun stuff in the lead up to sort of Halloween, and also Thought Bubble itself, which is just around the corner, of which we are going to be there. And we hope yes. to see yes. you there. Um, I unveiled the uh, the cover art for Vanguard Book Four by oh mate, uh, friend of the show Cliff Gumbo, uh, Yeah, absolutely stunning. Yeah, it makes it well. We we've sort of uh, navigated our way into the shout out section of the show. If, if oh, you don't know, effortlessly. Um, yes, yes. Cliff's cover is as always beautiful. Such, yeah, such talent. 
yeah so such a pleasure working on it and and, uh, and the, your plan is to have that at thought bubble down it will be at thought bubble yeah oh, well. okay. I've, uh, it's through the second it's already been read through once like because the proofreader read them when there were single issues and then it's going through the second read through now so and i would say i would say um just to help dan out as well um if you're going to thought bubble obviously drop by see us we'd love to see you there um if you'd like to pick up a copy um and you're definitely going to be there let dan know give him a dm so he, yeah he, he we put, can't put some we don't want to drag so yeah. much stuff up there do we yeah. you know i mean I've had, uh, obviously the vanguard seven, books are fucking bit, massive so yeah. you know, just make it easier I've, uh, shout out to all those people that have dm me there's a, there's a few people have messaged me already so oh, nice aside yeah so yeah. they are they are, they have been put aside <laughs> they, well, they haven't because they're yet to arrive but no, no but, <laughs> they, but they were there. yeah yeah he's not he's yeah. not taking any money now so no, it's no. not it's not it's not a pre-order type thing but yeah just let him know so. he will take money but not pre-order yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, you, there you go oh dan to take money from anyone normally when he's pushing on the pavement and he's just taking their wallet what <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was, that was just me yeah, they haven't volunteered their money in the first place exactly <laughs> what is money what is it yeah. what yeah. is it it's a, uh, it's all crypto. All it's property is theft. Bitcoin. <laughs> what? Yeah. what? I don't NFTs. Yeah. Say that. NFTs. Oh, I love NFTs. They're great, aren't they? Yeah. No. <laughs> don't no. care what they are. Yeah. Don't care what they are. Uh, social hand grenade. I don't even change my avatar. I don't care what NFT yeah. is, do I? <laughs> you don't even change your underwear. Anyway, I've got, got, a, I've got a picture of Albert Hoffman on my um my WhatsApp last week because i like to change the picture on there yeah. and someone keeps saying to me is that your dad i said no it's albert no, hoffman. hoffman you philistine yes was that the dad, had... dad of dustin hey the big uh, news story this week was pat <laughs> lee you remember him from the early 90s was coming back to comic carpet to do nfts so, yeah. no one cares. you can buy you can buy a page of his for about 30 quid on ebay oh there you go i quite like yeah. his stuff okay didn't mind yeah, it he's all right he yeah, used best. to do transformer stuff yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah. think I'll be God, the sending the grandkids to Super detailed, that. wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, what other shout-outs have we got this week, Gents? I've got one, an important one. is uh, Good luck to everyone and keep safe at the Lakes Festival, yes, which is yes. this weekend. Yes. Um, I'm not going. I'm afraid I'm not going to go now. I, was, um, I did I cancel my hotel. I spoke to a few people I was going to meet up there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm not going to be up there, I'm afraid. I've actually got to work for Nobrow, so weirdly. So, um okay. And um, family stuff, so I can't get there. But uh, good luck to everyone. I think some people have shifted to being online, but there's still a lot of people going, so it should yeah. be pretty cool, I think. John yeah. Freeman did send me. They've got all their COVID guidelines on the website, which you can check out beforehand if you're at all concerned. But oh, they've, they've taken massive amounts of precautions to make sure everyone's as safe as possible. I'll miss John, actually. I like to see John up there. He was yeah. a bit tiddly when I saw him last time, but, yeah, it's good. Excellent. Have a good one. I've got two Kickstars to uh, shout about. Uh, yeah, me too. Hero Business, final reports. Own the complete saga of the agency that cares exclusively to mark to uh, superheroes because with great power comes great marketability. That was a £5,000 goal and we're just creeping up to 10 so that's going into print. We've got uh, Pilcuyo, please uh, forgive me, Gustavo. Uh, Pilcuyo, a Peruvian oh, yeah. cyberpunk saga. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be... that's. Coming up now, you can get a notification on launch. That's got dropping on the twenty first, I think, is it? Oh, there we go. That's going to be uh, go mad. It's going to be brilliant. Uh, yeah, so check that one out. And over to you, T. Uh, look for the penguin on Kickstarter. A great yes. laugh for when you're doing the morning business. There you go. It's another little, another little great Paul quote for you there, Al. Or any time, um, really. 
Yeah, yeah. So you don't have to do it in the morning. I do. I tend to do mine at seven fourteen most mornings. But yeah, mm. it's fine mm. for other people. Um, yeah, it's always good, and it's a great book. And go and go and pledge. You always get loads of extra stuff on it as well, yeah. badges and stuff. Yeah, it's always worth it. Yeah. Um, and then my last one is uh, thanks to the boys at eleven o'clock comics. I know Jason's a listener um, for keeping me. Uh, this the the second time I've missed New York. First time was I couldn't get any holiday during the London Olympics, um, but this is the the next time I haven't been to New, the New York Comic Con, which is currently, I suppose it's last day today, isn't it? I suppose while well, we're talking because mm. of the time difference. But the um, yeah, thanks for the eleven o'clock slack for just posting loads of video and loads of audio from there. I felt like I was uh, almost there. So thanks to those guys. There you go. There moments. Nice. Um, I've just got a quick shout out um, to a, a creator and a past guest, Lisa April Amelia. Um, the creator of Hauntings. And this is just a general sort of like little shout because I thought, I'm not sure how many more people do this, um, but obviously she's got a Patreon and she creates stuff on there. And like, um, go back and check out the, ep- the episode where we talked to Lisa. That was the one um, where it loads of people. That's where we got the idea for yeah. Patreon from, is yeah. from chatting, listening to her talk. Yeah. 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 And, um, and very much you, you get from that chat that. Um, she's very much if you've got a patreon then people should always get what they're paying for they, they should always be value to it with that in mind as well um there's been times whether um i know she she's been moving or life stuff or she hasn't been able to produce the content and um i get any i get an email patreon just sort of saying that she's halted payments so while there's not stuff to to be seen she's not taking any money from yeah people. a few people could take that example ian ashcroft has done the same yeah. um Oh, fair play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a few people who could pay attention to that. There's, I've got a few patrons going where I haven't seen anything for ages on yes. them, and they haven't haunted, um, halted them. But they, she does, which is good. I, I think. Yeah, anyway. I think it's. Yeah. I think it's an important um, point that uh, you know people. I'd feel bad, man, if I wasn't putting yeah. out three or four things a week. I'd feel yeah. bad. Uh, yeah. There's times where I do lots and sometimes I do little, but I always try and start out stuff, update stuff. But there's certainly the people I've followed before, and I said, like, well, fuck me, I've not seen anything for months, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. Yeah, James uh, Stoko. So, it, so it's just a, it's just a shout out to say that, you know, how cool, you know, if you get an email from a Patreon creator, um, they're one of the good ones, you know, sort of saying, oh, they're holding payments and stuff. Because sometimes yeah. when it comes to crowd, crowdfunding, um, uh, you know sourcing funding from all of these sort of like whether it be a monthly subscription or a kickstarter or whatever uh, whenever a creator goes out their way to communicate um that then you know where they are with let's their face work, it they're both only a quid yeah you know it's not as if it's much but yeah it's nice of them to do it it's, it's the right the, thing to do and i think what's important about it is when i read it i was like oh nice one and yeah. by doing that it makes you like the creator more so what does Anything that, that, what does that also mean? Money, he's going to yeah. love you. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. But <laughs> yeah, what does yeah. that also mean? It means that like you like the creator more, and therefore you, you're more enticed to go back and get more of their work. It's it's mm. just it's just that whole be good to your audience, and your audience will be good to you. Thing. Yeah, we had a week where we didn't have any. Um, so we we put a you know because we put a page out every week you know monday to thursday for our new comic we had a couple of double page spreads which meant that the comic didn't last all the way to the end of the month if that makes sense yeah because we were having to put two pages out in the day so we ended up having a week and me and falpy got together and said well what can we do i had i had some comic stuff we had some audio product we had some script stuff and we put all that on there just because we didn't want a week you know yeah Yeah, Yeah. it's worth doing yeah Hmm. apply yourselves to it if you've got one the idea exactly exactly yeah it's not just a extra income you don't have to think about yeah exactly yeah 
Um, <laughs> but anyway, with that, it's time to talk about some comics for the on- ongoing week. Um, yeah. And recommend something. Now, who would like to go first? I got two. Do you want me to bookend? Bookend us. Oh, uh, perfect. Uh, that, 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 that came out wrong. <laughs> or maybe right, depending on how you feel about it. <laughs> High five over the top. Um, my first one. <laughs> you know what that meant, didn't you? You've got that, yeah. you dirty boys. Dirty. Eiffel <laughs> uh, um, <Life> Tower. <laughs> um, my first one is I think uh, both of you got a copy of this Booze Ha Ha. From Fred Egg Comics. Yes, I do. Yes, I've got, yes, I've got yes. It just next to me here, actually. Yeah. Oh, uh, good stuff. I'll read that on the train. Yeah. Good stuff. So this is a, the new comic from the machine that is Dave Robertson and a large cast of artists along with that. He also drew quite a few of them himself. Um, Dave very kindly sent me a copy. It's really nice of him. Um, and yeah, and I love a cover with a toucan on it. You can't go wrong with a toucan. <laughs> I remember we had. Um, how, a, um, how, 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 what? It's a toucan, isn't it? You yeah, it is. it is, but I didn't know it was... Um, are, are you You've never that? heard of the, the classic toucan covers. I don't think... I can't actually remember another one. Uh, I, but the, remember. I remember we had a, um, a woodwork teacher at school, and we were, I was at boys' school, and we were feral, and he had a rather big nose. And I can't look at a toucan, because one of the boys in the class kept saying to the teacher, toucan, toucan play at that, sir. And that was a bit of a niche joke, wasn't it? <laughs> Jesus Christ! And I used to say, "I know what you're talking about, sir." It was like that, you know. The toucan, that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, your comedy genius started early, didn't it? It was non-stop laughing <laughs> when we weren't being chased by Brother Lawrence. It was fun. These, so <laughs> this is a little bit know. bigger than a five. Perfect bound, twenty-nine stories, and um, with a couple of text pieces in there as well. Um, there's an interview with our buddy Gaz from a few episodes ago from Comics Anonymous. Um, a couple of my favourites, I thought I'd mention them. Love in Lockdown, a fairy tale art by Dave. Lucinda has an evil stepmother, but she wants to meet. Uh, she wants to, uh, but she still. Lucinda still wants to meet Liam. How will it end? Doesn't end very well. Quite a surprise ending. There's a little bit of the um, O Henry ending to some of these, in, but in that indie comics thing, it doesn't have to be actually horrific. It's just a, like a clever callback or a twist sometimes at the end. You know, um, stick a fun with Cherish York. Um, she's got. Um, her art style is almost this sort of faux childlike style. Um, and she takes this to me. I, I think this is right, but it takes a pot shot of people. I think it's like talking about how at school, if you do well, you get a sticker, you know, you used to get a gold star and all that sort of thing when you're at school. Um, now it's probably online isn't it, but the, it almost takes a pot shot of those people who go to vote, go to get vaccinated, you know, whatever they're doing, they seem to like, take a picture of themselves doing an inane laugh and a picture of their sticker, which, you know, I I think I jokingly said to you during the first round of vaccinations, oh, I'm glad that um, everyone can let me know that they're now vaccinated by showing me their fucking badge. You know, so it's a bit that. (laughs) Um, The mighty Mike Sadaka is in here. Um, You and me, Vince, we've met the Sadaka, haven't we? Yeah. Um, Love that dude. He's got a book called Back in Time, which is a twist on a certain movie um, with a time-travelling car in it, which made me giggle. Um, (laughs) And uh, a little shout out to the artist Nori Miller, which is some of the my favourite art. Actually, really solid art in something called Merry Birthday, which is that one page idea of setting a scene, telling a story, getting a getting a gag at the end. It's this not easy to do, but if you're in the right groove, you can get it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, Sometimes you can yeah. do thought provoking stuff. One of my favourites is Consider a Bee, <laughs> which is just a one page tale about a bee. Yeah, uh, that's I don't right, want to spoil yeah. it for you, but it's very thought-provoking stuff about a bee that gets trapped on a bus. Yeah, how far will it travel? Mm. 
Yeah, I'd I'd quite like it be the, lost. Uh, the hand so- I quite like the hand solo one. <laughs> yeah, that did me giggle. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, sort of Return of the Jedi. You see, like Han comes out of the bunker after they blow up the uh, the radar dish that's given the shield to the Death Star, and uh, he runs out and just jumps behind a bush. But when it cuts to like the wide shot, it looks like it decimates like several kilometers around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and then the cartoon cut, cuts back to me. He's like a smouldering skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> the um, I sat in a cafe yesterday. I thought I put it in my bag, um, read it on the way into um, Gosh, and uh, thought oh, I'm going to fucking stop and have a coffee. And I read this, and it, it did put a smile on my face. It's good, nice, clever, funny stories from what we accept from the the dry wit of Mr. Robertson. Um, there's yeah. a couple of white pages in here, so I'm guessing maybe someone didn't come through with the comic. I don't know what happened there. Have you got them? Just before the text piece at the back, there's a. I wonder if someone uh, didn't I, do I, their story. I, th- I think it's I think it's a separation between the comics and the story break. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, I think it's a yeah, different choice. Yeah. Yeah, I get you. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so you can long may Dave continue with his comics. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Fred Egg Comics. F R E D Fred Egg Comics. At fredeggcomics.blogspot.com you can read about everything he's doing um, he's at www.fredeggcomics.com you can go follow links on those sites to buy his books you can also listen to him on That Comic Smell and he and I are planning to talk Micronauts in a couple of months on my podcast so he's a good egg Dave, he's a, he's a regular on there so uh, always fun to talk to Dave it's a shame he's not going to be at Thought Bubble actually this year because we had a we did have a quite a laugh with him last year didn't we, or oh, last yeah. time I yeah last time yeah, yeah, Sadaka, yeah. Sadaka got us lost in a car park there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dan, would you want to go next? Uh, I'm going to read. Tony's already talked about this book, but he got me, you, and I a copy, didn't he? Uh, Nathan oh, Cowdery's yeah. Crash Site. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I thought it would appeal to us. Fucking hell, yeah. It's fucking... <laughs> There's a couple of times I was, re- I was reading it on the train uh, home from work, and I had to stop, like, laughing. I looked around me just to make sure someone wasn't, wasn't looking over my shoulder, thinking, what the fuck is he reading? Because it looks. It looks almost like a kiddie comic, doesn't it? A bit. Yeah. It's got a little bit of that style, but it's a twisted fucking bonkers book. They're, they're kind of like, there's all the teen girls all the way through it. They're reminiscent of like 1980s manga, like My the Psychic Girl. They're like very heavy oh, eye yeah. makeup yeah. and kind of like quite really kind of like almost impassive faces. And uh, this one girl, Rosie, has brought uh, a retarded dog called denton and to, to to use as a, a drug mule and the story is they're gonna uh 50 kilos of cocaine they're gonna uh smuggle over like from one country to another to, to sell it on the streets and it just it's so fucking denton isn't the hero we deserve but he's the hero he's not the hero we need he's the hero we deserve isn't he denton? Yeah. he's just quite a yeah. damaged masturbatory dog well, they sort of say like that she bought him cheap because he. They, like, these are the characters where my like, he was retarded, and like there's a scene where the Rosie and her friends are hanging out on the beach, and they're ter- just terrible people. Most of the people in this are apart yeah. from Denton, who seems quite on the level, and uh, it just feels so sorry for him all the way through. Uh, and Is that when she's showing a? parts to the bloke who's telling her not to be on the beach or something is that the one yeah this guy comes they're on the beach naked and a guy comes over who's uh like a big walrus with a massive beard and he says that you can't be naked on the beach and he goes well what's the problem and so like this is beach law 
and uh, <laughs> and basically the, the the girl says, "I'm not spoiling my town for you." Gives him the finger, then pulls apart a vagina, and he freaks out. And then they try and put a, 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 a like a sheet over her, and they push it over his head, and they kick him in the testicles, then stomp beach like stomp him on the beach. <laughs> it's just like, fucking hell. Reminds me of an ex-girlfriend, am I that? Yeah. And uh, as they're kind of fleeing from the beach, uh, the main hero, uh, what did I say her name was? Is it Sophie? can't remember off the top uh, of my head now. Uh, yeah. Sophie, yeah. Yeah. Rosie. Rosie, sorry. Rosie. She loses her pants and another character is introduced to it, which is the uh, pants guy. <laughs> it's like He's evil. Sen- yeah, sentient yeah. pants that she wears. He's also a Holocaust denier. Yeah, that's yeah. banned. That's doesn't he? Yeah, he doesn't like to call himself the Holocaust denier. He says like history revisionist or something. So, <laughs> uh, so you got Holocaust denial, drug smuggling, uh, just everything in this book is is hardcore. So, yeah. uh, but like you would never know that by looking at it. And my my proofread at work, she reads comics of all kinds, and I've been bringing some in for what the ones she hasn't read over lockdown. And I started reading that. She went, oh, is this any good? I went, you won't like it, Marin. You will not like this. It's not for you. I actually approached Nathan, had a chat with him about coming on. He really liked um, the review. We, you know, we talked about it last time, but he says, I'm not really into podcasts. So I was like, oh, fair enough. Yeah, bro, yeah. I fucking love this. I was laughing yeah. all the way through. Yeah. Really enjoyed yeah. it. Cool. And that's the uh, second time so, it's been mentioned on this show. So yeah, that, get yourself yeah. out. Fantagraphics. Uh, I'm sure I'm can't go wrong read. with fanographics, can you? Yeah, you can get it through them. No. Um, my pick uh, for this week is from a creator that I've uh, mentioned once before, Nick Holmes, um, who did the book Hardcore Bazooka All Stars, right. <laughs> um, which was badass. But this is um, the first issue of his series, Final Girl. Um, which is basically Final Girl is a sworn, sworn enemy of backwards mutants, redneck cannibals, deadites and dream demons everywhere. Set in a world of classic American slasher movies, Final Girl is the ultimate survivor, bringing the massacre back to their psychopaths and giving them a taste of their own medicine, one hatchet at a time. Now, some people may think, what, you mean like Hack and Slash? And But Hack and Slash is, is like a little more... It's, it's, it's more glossy, it's a little more sort of comic book. Final Girl is definitely, I mean, it's, I fucking love it, um, but it's definitely got more of that that VHS-style horror. It's, you know, it's belt and braces. It feels like those early, you know, those late 70s, early 80s sort of slasher films. Definitely someone who's a fan of, like, Friday the 13th. Um, and it's just, just brilliant stuff. I mean, I, I bought um, Final Girl at the same time as I bought... Um, Bazooka All Stars actually, and recently uh, Nick and Plan B Comics, as he's called himself, has just um, just funded issue two of Final Girl, which continues the story. Um, issue one acts as very much a setup for the story of this this um, main main figure who has no name because the name is it is not important, but they are someone who literally survived an attack from. Uh, your classic when I say a serial killer it's a serial killer in the way that like Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees or Freddy Krueger is is that sort of serial killer wearing a mask and stuff like that and she all her friends were murdered and she just managed to survive and then she teamed up with well she was told by someone else uh, she went to a group 
um, for therapy, and one of them let her know. One one of her friends called Nell let her know that she was a final girl, and there are certain rules. So this is this is a world that is set in that in the world of those classic slasher sort of movies. Um, and now she basically goes around and kicks the ass of loads of monsters. This one, she said, as she says, there's final boys, of course, but not many. And there's little panels um, of like someone with a chainsaw and like um, some are seasonal, like the Tommy boys. It feels the first issue feels very much like a love letter to Friday the Thirteenth. There's um, okay. There's characters. That, I mean, the slasher in it is very much like that. And she, but she also takes on one that's like Freddy Krueger, one that's a little um, sort of homage to Michael Myers as well. There's a cat. There's a um, there's even the character in it that's sort of like um, the person going, "You're doomed. You're all doomed." You know, um, in the Friday the Thirteenth films, I think in the first two. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. There's the, okay. the, the backwards guy that looks like a fisherman. I mean, he's drawn him. They homage that in. Uh... In. Dan, you got on mute, mate. Oh, sorry. The, <laughs> yeah. uh, they homage that in uh, Cabin in the Woods. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, yes. uh, of course, yeah. 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 And this feels kind of like uh, sort of more in that kind of style, but it's got the, a great. I mean, it's black and white. Um, there's some wonderful halftone patterns. Um, Nick's been in comics for quite some time if you go to planbcomics.com you know he's been um he's been working i'm sure i own some stuff from them and i can't think what it is um i mean he's only just started on on his own i think as he says Uh, on his website um he he did work for like the beano the dandy um stuff like that um but due to um illness a global pandemic and just wanting to still make some awesome comics. He basically just found the things he loves and just wants to make comics about them. Um, he's got, and it's schlocky, sort of fun action comics. Um, and he, like us, I mean, he, he thinks like us because he loves the trashiest pop culture <laughs> and just wants to make big, dumb comics, as he yeah. says. And we love big, dumb comics on the show because usually the ones that call themselves a big, dumb, dumb comics are anything but. They're the ones you yeah. should be reading. Um, this is great. I mean, like I say, I haven't got the print copies. I've just got the digital copies. I missed out on the the second Kickstarter, but I'm hoping um, if you go to planbcomics.com, you can see all his comics there. You really should. Um, I, As I said before, um, he's got a great sort of take on colour as well because Hardcore Bazooka All-Stars was colour. Final Girl is black and white, but it's got... I, mean, you got, I love a half-tone pattern. And things like that with art and uh, Nick's Nick's line style is very clean and clear. A zipper tone. It's got a. Is that what it's called? Is, is zipper tone. That's a that, sort of checkerboard thing, yeah, isn't it? You yeah, know, there's, the, a, yeah, there's, yeah. there's a bit of that. There's lots of that going on. Oh, I like that. Um, yeah. You know, it's got a real energy. It's, it's got a sort of slightly animated um, style. I'll stick an image of this in the in the chat. So I'll have a look, man. Yeah. I like that sort of thing. Um, I will just yeah, I will just show you an example of that now. But yeah, I I, I sort of I love this stuff. Um, and certainly Halloween just around the corner. And I love the the VHS horror movies anyway. Uh, just like this week, I was I was really pleased to hear that there's a third uh, In Search of Darkness coming. Do you know that the documentaries In Search of Darkness? Yes, no, I've not seen so them. What are they about? Oh, each documentary, there's two of them so far. Tony, you've got to check them out. They're like four hours each, and they're right. basically they're basically just talking about eighties horror movies, but they're just going oh, all, right. the, all the way through the de- the decade. They're really are they really doing good. like Giallo as well? 
they cover everything, don't they, Dan? Oh, I love Giallo, man. Yeah. I'm on a bit of a Giallo rip yeah. at the moment. Yeah, if, yeah. It, if, uh, it, if it was in the 80s, they're going to try and cover it, I think, with these ones. Okay. Yeah. There's a good Mark Gattis one that was on the BBC. I think that it's on YouTube, like a two-parter, and he does a retrospective oh, of horror. Yeah. That's well worth checking yeah. out as well. All oh, right, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, so, Final Girl, is, um, it's on Comixology now, uh, and sort of get, get, get it wherever you can. Um, it, it's brilliant stuff. And the first issue... It, like I say, it's the setup of the character, and I believe like issue two and three are going to be the first like big sort of stories. So I I can't wait for this. It's it's going to be great, and I hope to see him at a convention soon, or or maybe even get him on the show to chat about this. Yeah, so, brilliant. Because it looks like he loves that kind of schlock and horror that we do. So yeah, Plan B Comics and Final Girl. Keep an eye out for it. And that's my cool. one. Nice one. Yeah. Good. Should I do my last one? Go yeah. For it. So my last one is called Mutations. Um, script and dialogue by Leo and Kareen Jamar. I love Leo. Anything by Leo, I'm going to pick up. Art by Fred Simon. Colours by Jean-Luc Simon. Uh, translated by Jerome Sancantin. Um, published now. This, this the publishing on this is slightly confusing. So I picked up volume one as a hard copy yesterday mm. at Gosh, and it is 62 pages. Um, it's the same size as what we would disc- we would see as a BD volume of Bondesne volume, but it's soft cover. So I don't think this book has got has got so much on every page you couldn't possibly go any smaller than this. Um, some of the cine book stuff, like the Thorgal stuff, I think deserves to be bigger sometimes. I just I would, and, but this is a perfect size, lovely read, only nine ninety nine. So that's pretty good. Um, the second book which I also read, is not available physically at the moment, I don't think, but is available from our buddies at Europe Comics. So I read the first one as a hard copy. Now, when you go to the Europe Comics site to look for this, there's only the second issue available. So I'm guessing, as is Europe Comics want, they've sold the rights to the first issue to Cinebook, and Cinebook haven't taken up the second issue yet. I'm guessing, that's a complete guess. I might have to speak to Kian and sit and see what she says, but it is absolutely beautiful. I showed you guys some of it before we started in night and just mm. beautiful. This is, it's a direct sequel to the events of the five volume series. That I talked about a couple of years ago called the mermaid project. And that's by the same team. Um, I don't think you really need to have read the mermaid project. There are, there's ex, there's enough explanation in it for you to get away with them, um, not reading it, but I would highly recommend you read it. Um, the mermaid project came out from, um, Europe comics and I loved it so much I went and bought the um the French language versions of it because I just wanted the art in that big format you know um is which we've done a few times with stuff when we've loved the art um it actually takes place a couple I think it's two years after the mermaid project the mermaid project is exactly what you think it is from that project is oh thanks for the the um I've got I've got a a couple of um but those mermaid project books that I'm looking forward to reading at some point oh mate have you got them digitally or hardcover or got hard hard copies of them oh mate lovely absolutely Mm. lovely yeah yeah um so it's is the mermaid project exactly what you think it is it's they're making mermaids you know there's this like married this really dodgy company um so Romain Penak and her partner Brahim El Malik have left the police now. He worked for a big company. She was a police officer. They've left, and they're now set up in business as P- uh, PIs um, that honestly are not doing very well at all. It starts off with them following around some rich heiress and taking her home when she pukes on herself in a nightclub. You know that that sort of thing. They're real down on their luck. But out of the blue, um, Brahim's um, ex-wife appears. Um, 
Romaine didn't know he had an ex-wife, didn't even know she he had a kid. Um, but um, she turns up and she's uh, quite a senior military officer attached to the UN and she gives them this project. Turns out that um, fishing boats have been had, and this has been in the media at the time, so a lot of fishing boats are being attacked by what they call cetaceans, which is um, whales and um, killer whales and dolphins and that sort of, you know, sperm whales. And, you know, they've just been, all these ships are being sunk by the whales attacking them. But there's been a bit of a turn, and this turn has not been publicised yet, where they realise that these whales and killer whales and stuff are being armed. So some of them are carrying, like, rocket launchers, machine guns, and they're attacking these ships, because a lot of these ships were canny to this. They, were, they, they thought, oh, we've got to be careful of whales. So they've they've actually, impl- you know, stuck, like, proper military machine guns on them. I saw you, earlier today, you posted a cover of a bunch of killer whales. Um, that's it, that's the one. Swimming alongside, is it a submarine or something like that's that? That's the one, yeah, yeah. That yeah, crazy. that's the one. <laughs> And yeah, and I think they've got they got. I'm just looking at it now. Um, yeah, they. If you look at that closely, they've got um, rocket launchers on their backs. Amazing. Yeah, <laughs> just brilliant. It sounds silly, but it actually quite makes sense when you, especially when you've been through all the drama of the Mermaid Project first. You know. Yeah. Um, now they go off to investigate, and it sort of takes off from there. And there's a lot of intrigue. There's a lot of politics. There's a lot of um, violence. Um, it's an adult book now um they also get this there's a, they had an old ally called kruger um who it comes on board with them he's he's facing hard times as well and he's a fucking maniac he looks like this sort of blonde kid but he's actually super dangerous um now the twist on this now that's that that's a great story for me there then yeah. but the world that leo and kareem jamas set it in is like ours but different so there's been some kind of disaster and the world is completely reversed. So cities that have previously, we in this world would consider to be, um, you know, financial and social, socially well off. So places like Paris have fallen into disrepair and the top of the, you know, there's, there's gangs and um, poor, poor areas and stuff like that. But what they do is they switch the social, um, what has been considered to be the sort of, the the way that blacks are treated and the way that whites are treated now whites are the um underclass and are heavily prejudiced against so um uh, remain who's the um the detective the ex-detective and the kind of the hero of it is a blonde female now she um she's heavily prejudiced against and they call her whitey she's not allowed in certain bars um there's a little sequence in this where she's a kid and the the teacher says to her, what do you want to be when she you go up and she says i want to be a police officer and she says well that ain't gonna happen you're white yeah, it's like this. It's a very clever gotcha. twist on it. Um, there's also been this climate catastrophe, and in the middle of Africa, because they go to this, they go to Africa at one point in this story. In the in the middle of Africa is what's called a cold zone. So there's been this climate disaster, and in it, an area of Africa is like um, the Antarctic. So in this area, you've got um, out, you've got lions who've survived. The elephants have mutated. And have grown like um, fur and and um, uh, like sheep's wool clothes on the back, and the, the, the hyenas are now um, the the dogs that run, that sleds run behind, and it's really clever. It's, it's it's got this really interesting environment that it sits in, and it's so it's constantly making you think all the time. Um, and I think I think it's it's a shame it's only two issues. This I thought, oh Christ, another I love this another mermaid project, and it's going to be five or six issues. Hmm. But this is only two. I don't know why. It's a real shame. Um, 
so it's nice to see that um, Cinebook have kept it as um, a, a, a BD um, album, albeit you know soft cover. Um, the pages are absolutely gorgeous, and you'll 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 be hard pressed to find a book that isn't is this full of background and character and just you know multiple you know ten ten panels on some of the pages, and they're all full of buildings and cars and you know rooms and you know there's there's no I, I you wouldn't find a panel that doesn't have a lovely fully rendered background. The characters in it are um so Le- Leo's only the writer on this. Anyone who's read any of his um space saga stuff and knows that Leo's got this real sort of twisted design sense. He's not the artist on this, so it's 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 um it's Fred Simon. But he, they're they're quite caricaturesque. There's a lot of action going on, but the faces are um turned up they're turned up to 15 from a normal face you know which but there you, you pick out everyone it's it's beautifully done absolutely beautifully done um it's volume two so the the physical copy was 9.99 i bought in gosh and volume two from europe comics is 4.79 to buy digitally um he if you look for fred simon on um on comicsology you'll only find these two books but if you look at it the lambeck comicpedia um, which is kind of like Lambeck is 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 really worth watching. It's, it's like a good version of um, Wikipedia, but for only for comic stuff. Go yeah. on there, and you'll see. That he's got like a raft of books on there. You know, he's done westerns and books for kids, and he did a book called a detective story called Rails, which ran for from nineteen ninety two to nineteen ninety five. Um, these this series was originally published by Dargard. Um, yeah, just absolute shame. It's not an ongoing, but uh, absolutely highly recommended. Uh, I asked a couple of people if they read anything, if anyone had read it, and no one's read it. And I'm worried that it didn't get enough of a take up for them to publish issue two. Oh, that's me. a shame. I'm yeah. not sure. That's me just conject pure and utter brainless conjecture. But yeah, it'd be nice. I really do hope they do. Um, yeah, absolutely brilliant, brilliant series. I'm 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 on board with anything Leo does, and now I'm completely on board anything that Simon does as well. So yeah, get on it. Mutations. Amazing. Nice Amazing. one, yeah, sounds great. Yeah, mm. a great raft of books talked about um, and comics in general. Um, it's been a fun chat this week. A, a nice positive chat, thought-provoking in some ways, and uh, we just had a bit of fun doing a bit of a fantasy comic booking, for want of yeah. a better word. Um, but what would your fantasy comic books be? What, the, the, what we've done this week, keep the conversation going. We want to know, what would yours be? Because everyone's got yeah. one, you know, and uh, yeah. So let us know. Keep the conversation going in the comments. Wendy Whitebread, not that one, Tony. You filth wizard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but certainly keep the conversation going. And if there's any comic initiatives or topics or anything you want us to discuss, there's several different ways you can get in touch with us. You can email us awesomecomicspod at gmail dot com. Follow us on Twitter at the awesome pod where we'll we'll be posting up the latest episodes, which you can uh, I think you can listen to straight from the tweet, can't you now, I think? Something like that. I, think oh, I don't know. It, yeah, it, it, it embeds a player or some shit like that. I don't know. Mm. I don't understand how technology works. No. Um I just do the words good. Uh so um <laughs> we'll be posting up um, upcoming things and probably getting a little bit spooky uh, stay tuned to our social media stuff because every Wednesday we like to pick out covers which some weeks are quite difficult to do and other weeks yeah I've done a couple where I've only found three yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, other weeks you're just drowning in amazing covers so it's a bit of a it's, a it's an interesting ride comics at the moment isn't it so yeah but stick with us <laughs> as we take this journey with you uh. it, well, what do you mean not like that you beast 
What do you mean? You, you know, you know, you know what I mean, and I know what you mean. You animal. <laughs> Um, if you do the book of faces, go to facebook.com slash awesome comics podcast. Join our community group, Awesome Comics Talk, where um, there's lots of chat going on, talk, uh, discussions about comic creating, comic conventions, just comics you like. Sometimes there's just funny threads on there, there's art threads, there's all kinds of things going on there. We have an active Slack channel if you want to get in touch, if you want to get involved on that. Lots of different discussions and topics on there as well. Get in touch with us and get added to it and keep the conversations going, as always. Thank you for listening to us, whether it's on the website, awesomecomics.podbean.com. We are also on Apple Podcasts, yeah. where um, quite a few people listen to us on there. So if you listen to us there, thank you oh. very much. We really appreciate it. Okay. Um, hello. And, and, and while you're there... Did you just say hello to them, Dan? Or you just sounded like yeah. you were trapped down a well. Hello. Oh, no, no. Uh, yeah. Dan H- hello, just said hello Apple. to you. So, as What a do you to- listen to it on, guys? I've started listening to it on Spotify now. Or, po- you know, just generally uh, podcasts. No, I listen to Podbeans. I, uh, edit, okay. I edit this thing. So I've had enough of it by the time... No, but I mean generally in relation to podcasts. Where do you listen to them? I mean, I listen Podbean. to most of my stuff on, on Spotify. It's all through Spotify. Okay. Now. Yeah. Now, yeah. I did... Uh, one of our old episodes came up like I must have downloaded a couple like straight to like MP3 files or whatever, and I was listening to music at random, and one of them came up, and I started listening. It's from a couple <laughs> of years ago. So what you say is you basically accidentally listened to this show because <laughs> oh, it's only it a hundred well worth the time. Yeah, there's only a hundred on Apple, aren't there? Yeah, you only get you only get the first yeah. the last hundred, don't you? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. It, it's all killer, no filler on this show, though. So it doesn't matter what hundred you get, it's still gonna be mediocre. Um, but uh, <laughs> I thought you were going large then. No, no, no he's like no. typically English. Uh, but if you did listen to a Snapple podcast, uh, subscribe and leave a review. It helps get the word out about the show. Thank you to everyone that's dropped a nice review. We've we've got some lovely reviews on there. Yeah. We haven't had one for a while, and our egos are fragile and soft like mashed potato. So please help us sleep at night and say something nice about us because we're fragile uh, comic book creators. Please say please, please. Tony. I'm not begging. There's a light. Say it. Don't, don't beg. Not beg. Say it, Tony. The only thing I beg for is sex. We, we, we won't get that if you leave a good review, but please leave a good review. Yes. <laughs> anyway, well, anyway, that, that would be nice. You know, there was a band, there's that L7 band, like, uh, if you won a contest, <laughs> you get to sleep with the drummer. Perhaps we should run a similar contest. I'll tell you what, that was the only contest I've ever won. If you listen to us on... <laughs> They're the ones who stripped <laughs> off. They're the ones who got their toilet parts out on the word, didn't they? Do you remember? Toilet parts. Yeah. Oh my god, you've you've ruined the the network. That you That's not very grunge, is it? Not no. very grunge. Um, if you listen to us on any other networks, however, Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Podnose, Podknife. What other networks are we on, Tony? We're on the uh, comic collecting podcast. It's called Pod. Backing and boarding is for nonces. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shots fired. Um, yeah. While, while while Tony has left that massive burn for the comic book <laughs> collecting <laughs> collective. Me and Dan will just sit back and uh, just watch as it all kicks off. Uh, um, but while we're doing that, where can people find us online, etc.? Tony? Patreon.com forward slash tribute press. And Dan? You can read Vanguard at vanguardcomic.com and you can uh, read Vanguard and Viper by going patron uh, Vanguard comic. There you go. Uh, you um, can find... Shut in Twitter. Sorry. Yeah. Well, you, yeah, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't be the first, you wouldn't be the last. However, if you Oh, want... can I say as well that on the um, Friday the 22nd of this month, I'm going to be at MCM. I'm popping in to see Eddie from Strangers, but if you've got ah. a book and you're at MCM, say hello. Yeah. There you go. See? 
Well, that's going to be a very interesting uh, breakdown afterwards, uh, isn't it? So stay tuned for that. Yeah. And uh, uh, follow me on social media at Jester Diablo, um, where it's uh, artwork, comics, and cats. And dice and all kinds of nerdy things because I'm a massive, massive nerd. Thank you very, very much for listening Nerdler. to us. Nerdler? Huh. Yeah, Nerdler. I'm a nerdlet. <laughs> oh, that sounds a bit weird. Um, but thank you very much for listening, everyone. Wherever you are in the world, we hope you're happy, healthy, and doing okay. Um, we love you. Even Tony does. Dan does. You do, you do don't you, Dan? Yeah, pretty I much. I love them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, did you just say you love them? No. You will, though. Uh, that sounds a little it's a bit, bit forcible, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Please visit us at Thought Bubble. <laughs> <laughs> no. We'll tear each other up at the table, shouting uh, at each other. Yeah, yeah. That, Got to yeah, find that. another tea venue, haven't we? Yeah, uh, Betty's is closed. We've got to find somewhere lively. Yeah. I fancy a Ruby Murray, though. If we just have a little quiet Ruby Murray between the three yeah. of us or whatever it is, yeah. Um, so that's that, good. that is, of course, a curry for anyone that. Thank you. The American listeners. That, well, just anyone else that doesn't know Tony Esmond, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> but wherever you are in the world, we think you're fucking awesome for listening to this show. So thank you very, very much. Stay tuned for more stuff upcoming because as it gets spooky and we get close to the Christmas, there's just going to be nothing but more comics and more absolute nonsense on this show to entertain you. Thank you very much for listening, and as always, from Dan, Tony, and myself, have a great week. Keep making comics, keep reading comics, and as always, what should they do, guys? Stay awesome. Stay awesome. Yes. Almost there. <laughs> well, well, uh, well, we're going to be doing it live soon. What? Doing what live? You heard what I said. Bye, everyone. Bye.